That's right. The fail beginning of the pre-stream. I haven't played the music yet because Twitch wouldn't accept the title. What what was wrong with the title? Didn't like the word sadistic. Aw. So now it says gritty. Gritty. Right, right. There you let's, go. Let's, let's pretend like we're starting over. Okay, fair enough. All right, Twitch is Twitch says I'm good now. Thank you, Twitch. Fuck you, Twitch. Here we go. Legionnaires and welcome to RPG Digest. And yes, it is Max's like seventeenth stream of the last two days. <laughs> <laughs> In this live stream formatted podcast, we discuss tabletop role playing games and comment on the RPG hobby as a whole. I am the ever streaming. They have duct taped me to the chair, glued my eyelids open, said, "Usual stream, you stream now." John Maxley Auslow, your favorite, most cherished curmudgeon critic and judge along with me is uh is the the stream avoider, he stream avoider. Up, he's got the halfling ability from forbidden lands where you just can't catch him <laughs> red heathen dog grismer how are you today sir i am well i hope everyone is too and um, i'm glad you made it uh we're gonna have some fun today hope you like it uh not only are we gonna look at uh, uh castles and crusades uh magic uh, we're going to talk about uh, what is D and D, and what and uh, what do you call it? <laughs> what other people call it, and why you shouldn't be pissed about that unless you're an ass. And uh, special for people who uh, who stick around for a minute, uh, you're going to see me fail spectacularly on a stream I did last night. We might even play it a couple of times. Oh well, that'll be fun. That that sounds great. We might do it once for the stream and then once for a YouTube video, you know, uh, oh. that'll actually get segmented in somewhere, right? Nice. <laughs> we'll see. Nice. I have not seen it. I actually I may have seen it when I was watching yesterday. I'm not sure. Um I don't remember you failing spectacularly. I remember he oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. I'm not he uh, Gartha and I remember um that listening to because at this point my eye wasn't able to focus on anything. Uh, I remember listening to you guys unable to finish a mission because it was cheating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the very last thing you 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 got you make it to the end. Good job. Uh, we we tried to redo the mission after we died, and halfway through the mission, phasers were no longer affecting Klingons. So uh, something was wrong, because phasers affect shit. Well, and, you were probably uh, playing with those stupid Discovery mutant Klingons, those nasty weirdos. Actually, yes, they, they were. Oh, well, they were there you go. Discovery Klingons, yes. Photon those. In fact, I would. As Emperor of the Federation, I'm telling you, you are allowed to use a photon torpedo on each and every individual of Discovery. I don't care what, what faction they're from. You know what? 
I love the photon torpedoes in this game, but it's a little too realistic because in all the shows, no one ever runs out of photons. But in the game, you only have 30. Well, in the shows, I remember them talking about being low. Yeah, yeah, but they never run out. They talk uh, about being low, but they never, I mean, Voyager was like a billion light years away from, from getting more. They only started with a compliment of 47 and, and someone actually went through the entire show that there, there you, you can search, you do for it. Someone went through the entire show and without mentioning making photon torpedoes at all, at any point in the show, they fired 130 something. So they never, Great. now I can never watch that show again. Cause I know it's fake. <laughs> Because it's fake. <laughs> Are you sure the phasers weren't swapped out with flashlights? No. No, I'm not. I'm not sure. Phasers were, were set to tickle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, well, actually, you were running tactical at that time, so we could see what they were set to. Yes, yes. And, they, and, they and I noticed that you just like to spam the button. You're like... Yes. I just fire! It. Fire! Fire! Be, uh, like, the the reason being is because uh, you start off in the Kelvin timeline and it does burst fire. Oh, okay. So you'll pew, 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 and then pew, 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 pew. You know, so that's what. Quantum? No, regular. The, like I said, uh, this was a Kelvin timeline. So they're just regular uh, Kelvin timeline torpedoes. Uh, anything else interesting happened with you this week? Uh, my, my vacation was moved up a weekend. I, I told you that earlier today. Uh, I, yeah. It was going to be the weekend of the 11th and 12th that I was going to be in Florida uh, vi visiting Cthulhu Law and his family. Because, you know, Florida in the wintertime sounds like a good idea, right? I can tell you, as somebody who's living in Alabama right now and looking at the temperatures up there in, uh, in Minnesota land where my mom's from, I'm happy to be here. There you go. See? But uh, that didn't work out because uh, my son is in band and his first concert's on the 11th and he wants to go even though it's kid, it's like fifth graders who have practiced for three months and it's going to suck. <laughs> like there, there is no, but you know, I'm a, I'm a dad. So I got a, yay. Good job, everyone. Yay. But inside I'm like, Oh God, please stab my ears out. <laughs> when will this ever end? Exactly. They say life goes faster when you're older, but not now. Not, not now, <laughs> not at this point. So well, we had to move it up a weekend, but now I can't go to Florida because Cthulhu Law's in-laws are, are staying with them while, while their house is being completed. And they're not moving out till the 6th. So now instead, I'm going to Missouri to visit an old, an old uh, high school friend. And uh, that has to be on, on that weekend. So that happened. All right. So... And you are smaller now, so I got to zoom out. No, no, I, I lean back. I lean back. Oh, okay. Sometimes I just go, you know. If somebody asks me why I don't do the professional, like, fuzzy background look, because I need to prove to you my clout with all my books. Oh, yeah, I had a couple people call me out for that, too. What? Oh, some people just sit in front of all their books like they know what they're talking about. Okay. Well, I'd show you my books, too, but if I take this down, the echo is crazy. Yeah. Now, I just think it's funny the weird hangups that people have. <laughs> like, oh, you think you know gaming because you have a hundred million books? No, I think I know gaming because I've been playing for forty years. <laughs> and as we proved twice in the last two streams that I had, I don't remember or know everything in every book always. 
Hell, I've run Forbidden Lands games. I've run Forbidden Lands module, and I have videos on how to play Forbidden Lands. And I was going through it, and uh, I think it was uh, was it Hungry Ogre, Ewok. Um, crap, I should know the people's names who constantly watch our streams. Anyway, he was correcting me a few times, so you know, shit happens. I don't remember everything. If I was running the game, I would know it because I'd pay attention. I'd spend a couple of days going through the book again. Uh, anyway, because oh. uh, I really like you have the books behind you. Yeah, do not let anyone tell you otherwise. Yeah. No, no, no. There are just some, I don't want to call them clout chasers. In fact, they're clout chasers who act like they're not clout chasers. But, you know, uh, there's just a couple people out there who are just like, oh, just because somebody has 100 books doesn't mean he knows what he's talking about. Okay. <laughs> just because you play, you only have two books in your entire repertoire, and that's all you know, doesn't mean you know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, uh, if someone has 100 books and I look at their spines and none of them cracked open, then, yeah, they're, fair. Just, then they're just bitches. But... You know, if, and yet if, then there's the ones that are duct taped shut. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. The, the ones that have been used so much that they have to be taped together or else they'll fall apart. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to give some credit on that one. Uh, yeah, it's fun to hate on the internet. You're right. It's just, uh, it's, it's yeah. What's, what's funny is, you know, to me, there are two camps. That's it. Just two camps. But these people will find like 59 other camps. Uh yeah, uh, Maxwell books have been compiled over many years. Yes, that's true. I would say about half of these books were collected in the 90s, and the other half have been collected in the last five years. I had a big gap in there where I wasn't... Uh, buying. Wasn't Yeah, I wasn't working on, you know... Well, you weren't buying actual the, books. I mean, if you were buying anything, they were probably PDFs, even though... Mm, you know, I wasn't even buying that. Why do you buy PDFs? Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't like PDFs. I mean, I like them for what we do here to show stuff off, but I don't... I have to have something in my hand. Oh, Crafty had to buy two copies of a game, and the second copy fell apart, too. Oh, damn. Well, that's just oh. bad craftsmanship, right? <laughs> that, that's actually uh, Earth Dawn. I have a, a hard cover and a soft cover, and they both fell apart. Yeah, that, that, that's my Shadowrun. Yeah. I, I, I have a soft cover, and the pages started falling out. It been used so much. that That's when I went and bought the hard cover. Man, I, uh, I told you about uh, the foolish mistake I made with my Shadowrun hardcover, right? No, not well, not that I remember. Uh, I don't remember what year it was, but it was right after I joined the Air Force. So we're talking early 90s. At least I think it was. And uh, I uh, yeah, high school. Drink. What's that? Got a got drink. You said. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, high school guy I knew Von Zark and I know him. we make fun of him all the time. Actually, <laughs> remember the little story Von Zark and I told you about some fireworks and so forth. It's yeah. this guy we're talking about. Uh, so anyway, not exactly a brainchild. I, I never I, we didn't like the uh, the fastest Star Trek at that time because we felt that the modules were written like two must do this must do this must do this this will this happens now this happens now this happens now it's like you were just walking episodic. yeah it was too episodic you're like walking through a story we like the gameplay we like the the rules of the game definitely like the combat the Star Trek the combat simulator I know a lot of people hate it I liked it um but uh but but we just never played it. So the, the, this kid was like, look, I want your Star Trek stuff. And I'm like, eh, I'm not playing it. I regret giving it away now, but I was like, fine, I'll trade it to you for your Shadowrun hardcover book. And he's like, oh, but I like Shadowrun. I, I'm like, well, that, that's the only thing you've got that I want. And we're not going to have a money trade here. So he's like, fine. And he gave me his uh, Shadowrun hardcover book. And I'm telling you, like a month later, second edition came out. <laughs> like, what the hell? Uh, so, yeah, that's how I got my first edition uh, hardcover Shadowrun book. And I've never used it. Hmm. Because uh, I haven't uh, played first edition Shadowrun since then. 
But uh, well, yeah, everyone thought about Star Trek now. You know, for for everyone who came early, let's let's play the clip for everyone who came early. Did you I'm, upload I'm gonna, it? Yeah. Oh, where, where'd, where'd you put the no, link? I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. This is is this Captain Heathen Dog or Tactical Officer Heathen Dog? This is Tactical Officer Heathen Dog who's failed miserably. Everyone, take 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 a look at this. I'm not hearing audio. You're not hearing audio? It's very, very quiet. Oh my God, it's crazy quiet. Nobody was complaining, so apparently they could hear that better than me. I couldn't hear it. Can anyone else hear that? <laughs> I could hear you were talking, but that was about it. But I did watch right. yesterday. That was another thing I noticed. Who controls that third-person view stuff? Stop that. Third-person view, bad. It's not cinematic. Well, no, the reason we were in third-person view at that point is because there were a lot of obstacles that we had to navigate through, and it was easier for Cheating. To, Cheating. to do that. Cheating. Cheating. Come on. <laughs> Never saw that in the show. Cheating. They, everyone said it was super quiet. Okay, hang on. Let me max out the volume here. You can also go in on StreamYard. Well, we'll play it again a little bit. Instead of just playing it again right now, we'll play it again a little bit. We'll give them something to stay for. Um, but you can also go into StreamYard and change the audio level individually now. Oh, that's right. I looked for it. I think because I wasn't sharing it, I couldn't do it. Um... No, it only says edit name and stop screen. Oh. Well, Beholder Guard says actually you guys are okay on volume. Well, we were we were talking about that uh, video clip. I want the clip, sorry. Yeah, no yeah, one was What what uh, what happened was uh I I uh, turned on the shields without orders and uh be because of that the Klingons got us on sensors and then started to attack us before the shields were fully activated because it, it takes 5 seconds for the shields to activate even if you power them and they were able to get a lot of hits in and we were down to 5% hull when we escaped. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear something about submitting yourself for disciplinary action. Yeah. I did. <laughs> see, I uh, see, uh, Garthen should have just shot you right there. <laughs> he said, he said that being on this crew is disciplinary action enough. <laughs> oh, you know what? Fair, fair. The USS fail sauce. <laughs> I, I I like how those missions though are like well they're kind of long if you know I know yeah, some well, people no, might complain but was long but but they they have nice phases to them they have like you first you do this then you do this then you go over here and do that I I do like how they're generally set up all right um what were we talking about before then pretty much I don't know uh well anything else you want to talk about your week um. 
No, I mean, I told you that, uh, you okay. know, I had a migraine. Yeah. For three days. That sucked. And uh, the vacation. Yep. That's basically it. All right. I hear myself in the background. It's not me. Well, I don't echo. I have headsets. No, it's not me. <laughs> uh, so next. Uh, so for me, I, all I've been doing is typing and streaming. Typing and streaming. I'm sure my wife is getting a little fed up with that, too, because I literally wake up, come here and start typing. And, and I'm not getting far in the typing because it takes a lot of effort. Like, I can get a lot done, but then I have to go back and make it right. I'm not doing a full edit on it, but I'm definitely doing a partial edit on it. And I do want to thank the people who watched it the other day, uh, who, who looked at some of what I was typing and actually appreciated how I'm writing this up. Uh, that, that helped. Like, I'm not going to lie. That helped a little bit because I was getting some burned out, burned out a little bit of some of the typing. But when people are like, hey, I actually like how you're writing that, I appreciate that. Still has to go through a real edit. And of course, some of you guys out there are going to get a look at it beforehand to uh, tear it up. And, uh, you know, because I actually want it, want it to be something good, something that people will enjoy. <laughs> hey sir coffee how you doing uh do you feel me inside of you max no 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 i don't feel you inside of me that would be gross <laughs> all right let's go through i have nothing i mean that's all i've been doing i haven't even been paying attention to youtube comments so i had to do that on one of the streams you know i've been a bad bad person when it comes to the business side of legion of myth all right my favorite thing terry well It'll be more. It'll be more than just you, and you won't be yelling at me. You're going to be yelling at a group because uh, I'm not going to let anybody send me direct messages. Everybody, everything's going to be talked about as a group, and then uh, I will take everything under advisement. So if you say I hate this, and Heathen Dog says screw you, I love this, then uh, I'll make the decision in the end. There, that's called pegging. <laughs> yes, I am not. Uh, who's that comic book dude? Uh, never mind. We're not going to talk about him. All right, so you can find us on Discord, on Locals, and our stuff on Redbubble. I actually put a couple of pictures of some of our family-friendly stuff below. Even put heathen dogs up there. Nice. Aw, that's nice. Players are the natural enemy of a good story. I like the dice don't care about feelings. That's nice, too. Yeah, I, have, I actually have that one in shirt format. Nice. Uh, I don't have the I Am Legion, but I, I looked at the list today, and that one's been selling. I was like, I completely forgot I made that one. <laughs> but what? that one's selling. Uh, and the one in the middle, the mask, uh, that's our bestseller by far. Well, yeah, yeah. Nobody buys the demon mask. Everybody buys the orc mask. It's weird. But, uh, and then orc lives matter. Orc lives matter. That is another shirt you can get. I also have green lives matter in case you don't want to specify orcs. Maybe you're more of a Warhammer player and you want to deal with green skins. Well, look at that. You have, we have a green, green lives matter shirt too. Uh, and you know, range, uh, I do not consent to your range touch attack. That needs to be worn at a convention. Yes. Oh, my wife said FedEx is here. Great. Hey, if it's for me, bring it in here. It might be something I can unbox, because I am expecting two things. One of them won't, should not be here yet. The other one would be funny. Um, all right. You can go find our website, follow us on Odyssey YouTube. I have not been on Odyssey in so long. I got to do that. Oh, look, Heathen Dog is streaming Star Trek. Hey, tell us about that. <laughs> well, uh, I was a little worried. But uh, it, it turned out really well. And for a, for a very first stream, which we, which we did uh, on Thursday. No, we did yesterday. Sorry, on Saturday, because Thursday was Thanksgiving and only you stream on something like that. But uh, for our very first stream last night, we had like 10, 11 people show up for the very first one. It worked really well. And we had fun. 
Yeah, I, and, I I like the fact that you guys change positions so we can see different. Uh, you know, what happens when Heathen Dog's captain versus when you know Garthon's captain? Uh. And we, I'm actually thinking about uh, having people stream on their own channels, their their own yes. viewpoints. Oh, I'd yes. love to see Al stream from the VR headset specifically. I'm look, man. Did I, I don't know if you saw my comment in there, but he seriously looked like a broken Down syndrome child on screen. Watch yeah, that it, video. His Everybody arms are all going on like this. <laughs> I know. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's the only. I know it sounds rude. Sorry if you have a Down syndrome baby, but that's exactly what what he looked like on there. I was like, uh, why does everybody else look like they're sitting in their positions and maybe making a hand gesture here and there? And Garthun's like, eh, eh. <laughs> that's that's why, because he was the only one using the VR headset. Well, now you know what VR headsets do to you, people. Now yep. you know. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, uh, but yeah, it was, it was actually a good time. I, the only thing, my only suggestion, I, I mentioned this heathen dog already is, uh, got it. Guys got to be excited about stuff. Got to be excited. Got to be excited. I'm looking at you, Mark Hawkman. I know you're there. Got to be excited. I don't want a boring engineer anymore. I want an engineer who just takes matters into his own hands, changes all the power around, says, Captain, deal with it. No, no. <laughs> As we learned from the clip, you, you go against the captain's wishes and you all die. Half the time you weren't giving orders and people were just doing what they wanted anyway. I would have shot them all. I'm like, no. we might die, but I'm going to kill. I'm going to have the glory of killing you because <laughs> captain shields are up. Why? I didn't fucking tell you to put them up. I, I don't know. You put the shields up. When I In fact, I only want a shield around me now. You all you all get to die. Thank you, Crafty, for the 25. I don't think it's it's appropriate for this time frame. <laughs> but yes. Perfect. See, Crafty knows. No, no. Okay, okay. Now, that mission actually no, I... taught us that following the, the captain's orders from right. Crafty. <laughs> no, what's, what's cool, though, in, in all seriousness, what's cool about it is the captain actually has a role to play. It isn't just some, some person who sits there in a headset and just tells people what to do. No, no. The captain has things to do. He has to set... Where you're gonna go and and you know even though the navigator might actually get you there and, and punch the buttons to make it happen so the captain actually has a very uh strategic yeah, role compared yeah, I, to the other I, ones i can i can uh select targets so everyone can see them i can uh um so have to select destinations but before they can be plotted you know all that well as as captain you do all that stuff so and you you, you choose the order in which you do the missions so yeah Baron, what did you mean? I says, by the way, I do have Artemis full install also. What is what is Artemis? What I miss? Artemis four system from BattleTech. I mean, I might have missed some chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, gatekeepers. I don't know what it's going to be. It's supposed to be on Tuesday this week. I don't know. What, I don't know who's running it. Bruce ran it last week. I was there for a few minutes, but then complications, and uh, yeah, I couldn't. But uh, yeah, gatekeepers uh, don't know what the topic is, but it's supposed to be a Tuesday at 7.30 on somebody's YouTube channel. There you go. That's the best I can give you. <laughs> and of course, we want to thank some people. We want to thank the folks who uh, subscribe and uh, super chat us and so forth on YouTube and Twitch. Also, there you go. I actually have links. People said, put the links up there. All right, fine. So now, now you get the links. You get the links to our locals. You can follow us on locals. There's a link to Streamlabs, Streamlabs, and PayPal. Is the, uh, the, those are the best ways to actually... Well, I cannot talk. My tongue just got like four inches fat. Those are the best ways to actually uh, donate money to us because... Uh, what is it? YouTube takes a 30% cut. Twitch takes a 50% cut. I mean, if you only want half your money going somewhere, that's your business. But uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> 
we'll still take it. But uh, you were supposed to jump in there with like a, yeah, we want your money or something. Well, no, you haven't gotten to the charity part yet. That's where I oh. jump in. Okay. And we want to thank the, for those who don't donate, who just donate their time. That's you. That's all you all sitting there in chat. We want to thank all of our followers, our subscribers, our chatters, and our lurkers. Thank you very much. And of course, if you don't want to give money to us, you can give money. It is Christmas season, and there are people who are hurting. There are people who have done blowed themselves up for God and country. That. Uh, and uh, yeah, so the Wounded Warrior Project. If you don't want to give money to us, you can give it to the Wounded Warrior Project. And I'm going to give it to Heathen Dog for that advertisement. Okay, now, I understand the Wounded Warrior Project is an excellent cause, but there is another, it, this, this is, now, this opinion is not popular. I'm not saying this opinion's mine. I'm just saying this opinion has been stated. It may or may not have merit. I'm just repeating it so everyone listening has the information. You, you step on a bomb, it's your own damn fault. All right? Huh. There you go. Uh, does not, not endorse this. Not saying I agree with it. Just saying it happens. So if you want to give a person who decided to step on a bomb money and not me, who has never stepped on a bomb, then fine. I'll hope you sleep at night, some bitch. But whatever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're never gonna get a super chat again ever. <laughs> I was trying to figure out why streaming on Thursday and Friday. I thought it was uh, um, Black Friday. People were spending all their money on Black Friday and not at us. But no, not, now I know why we're not getting any Super Chat money. Let's <laughs> hear <laughs> <Sure>, these guys. <laughs> well, you know what, though? You should. You really should. Because this is what happens when you give us money. You get stuff. Yeah. You, get, you could get stuff. I don't give it to Heathen Dog. I give it back no. to you. No. Actually, to be fair, Twitch hasn't paid us in like eight months or something. It feels like they've never paid us. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, 3,000 subs. When we hit 3,000 subs, uh, look what we're giving away. These are all hardcovers. And the next couple of items are going to be gift cards because I don't want to forget about the people who are overseas. So yep, to be fair, this, these, uh, these hardcover books are only going to people in uh, continental United States and APO addresses. So... Cause I, I won't forget it, but unlike heathen dog, I know hey, some hey, people hey, don't, hey, hey, I no, know no, some no. people don't want to step on a bomb. I didn't they get say that was to. my view. I just said some people have that view. <laughs> and, the, and, uh, you know, if you're out there overseas, you know, serving, serving America overseas, you know what? And you've got a, a U.S. address. APO FPO, I'll ship to you also. But right now, those are the five hardcovers. Next will be a couple of gift cards. And if we continue to get uh, money, we will add more to the list. The more stuff we give away, more people win stuff. And hey, the happier everybody is. No love for the UK. Oh, no, no, the UK doesn't love the UK because yeah. I had to ship an item to the UK one time. And I did it from Germany, where it was much, much cheaper to ship to the UK because <laughs> i used to live in germany for 10 years yeah, it's like and an extra the, 50 bucks to get there and then the person who received it had to pay money to get it yeah it's like it so, was only you, know, you didn't win anything free you might as well just bought the damn book yeah it would have been cheaper yeah so uh sorry uk but uh you did it to yourself there you go and by the way somebody said i should remove the word super chat because it's disingenuous because it's pretty much half of all money even though some some donations were specifically directed toward me that's i don't have a tax form that gives a checkbox 
to be fair, all money comes to me. And if I just choose to put it in my back pocket and walk outside with money falling out of my back pocket, who can stop me? Crafty's asking us to lie in a roundabout way. Wow. Yep. Wow. Hey, you know what? If, if people want to go to jail for you, that's fine. I'm not. I, I, I will tell you in all honesty, though. Oh, I forgot to move my light. See, I finally got a, a blanket up to protect my. <laughs> now, now I get, this now light's too right close. On the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because I had moved this light like right on top of my face in order to, you know, try to counteract the sun. It was failing. Um, no. Uh, uh, for the military post office, I can tell you in Ramstein, they check. I know multiple people, not everybody and not every package. Obviously, you'll have people who have been doing it for years. Well, you got lucky. I know plenty of people after working in the headquarter building for 10 years that got caught with all types of stuff that they weren't supposed to do. Everything from eBay shipments. Yeah. By the way, if you're selling on eBay, you're not allowed to use the military post office. Like, uh, if, uh, you know, there, there are a whole bunch of rules like that in there. And I know a lot of people who got in trouble for that. So I never wanted to risk my, uh, my APO box. Over half the stuff I get from my family in Britain is stolen. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, he shares his family in Britain is, you know, the the TV version of Britain that, that you see. <laughs> they're all they're like eight kinds of bad, all rolled into a single cockney bastard. That's pretty much what he describes his family as. All right. We're a half hour in. I think everybody who's going to be here is here. Let's uh, you ready to start segment one. Um, no, now I have to pee. Look what you did. All right. Well, hurry up and go pee, and I will slowly, I don't know, I'll talk about something. Um, so for those of you who hang, uh, hung out with me on Thursday and Friday, thank you very much. The streets were long, uh, but I had a good time uh, talking about Forbidden Lands, uh, and then talking with Rob for, I don't know how long I talked with Rob for, it's like four hours or something. And then Bruce came in on the Friday stream. That was a it was good times for all. Went through uh, some tw Twilight 2000. I, li I actually liked going through that Twilight 2000 book because, you know, I kind of went in going like, ah, I know what's going on in here. You know, I know that there'll be a couple of tweaks, but I know what's going on. Nope. <laughs> it was so different than, than the, uh, uh, the normal year zero engine stuff. It's similar enough where I grasped it, but uh, different enough where I was like, what the hell's going on? But uh, I, so I enjoyed it. Hope you guys did as well. And uh, at some point I'll do the other stuff. <clears throat> One of the things uh, Heathen Dog and I really haven't started talking about too much, I probably should because we don't really have a plan for it yet. We just know we're going to do it. And that's, uh, I, I doubt it's going to be the whole year. But right now we're kind of calling uh, 2022 the year of Palladium books. And uh, we're going to do a lot of Palladium books uh, segments for RPG Digest uh, during 2022. We have a uh, nice to if join the, you guys. Uh, hang on, if the uh, if if my Shadowrun series, which I have, I've completed writing, I've completed all the slides, and I'm going to start filming tomorrow. Um, if if that's received well, then maybe in uh, 2022 I'll do uh, a Palladium, maybe Heroes Unlimited, maybe Rifts, maybe Chaos Earth. You know, a little three to five part segment to teach you how to play that, to sit down and just play. Yeah, we're, we're getting a bunch of love for the Palladium stuff, but that's also making me nervous because, you know, we could burn some bridges with that as well. So, yeah, but 2022 is going to be the year for Palladium books. Sheriff wants Chaos Earth. Rob and I had a conversation about uh, Chaos Earth that I wish uh, you could have been there for because you know way more about it than I do. Yeah. Uh, I, I, what I don't want to do 
And by the way, Beholder, yep, segment three, uh, we we opened up for everybody to come in. Now, if you're talking about for segment one or segment two, drop us a line beforehand. Tell us what you want to talk about. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll think it over. We don't do a lot of guest stuff right now. <laughs> Both Heathen Dog and I are antisocial. We hate each other, even though there's a big line in between us. Like, yeah, yeah. Our pictures aren't <laughs> touching and, and that that's purposeful. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah but uh, no in segment three we we let the viewers come on in and talk about uh what we're talking about so but time to hard to burn bridges with played in fans we know it's flaws yeah yeah but I, but the thing is is i think heathen dog and i look at some of those flaws and we embrace them yeah i don't know I mean, why it, we're so forgiving of, of palladium but except for all the weapon crap i hate that like what you know all of the the uh burst fire mo moving while oh, shooting yeah. um yeah aiming not aiming all the all the modifiers involved that you have to do basically on the fly or spend an hour writing down every possible modifier you could have in every possible situation that sucks i i usually homebrew that crap but i i have a i have a homebrew that i do also but uh i showed that on i think last week but uh right i have a kind of a different type of combat chart for cover and concealment and so forth but Anywho, it would be deal with Palladium hate forever. Yeah, but I think that for us, when we start the Palladium series, I want to start with the Mechanoids. I the have first the Mechanoids book. First Palladium game. I have the book. There we go. Do you have the original one, or do you have like the one I've got, which is like the first three put together uh, as one? I have the yellow one. Oh, wow, okay. That might be yeah. the original. Yeah. Because mine's blue. Mine's got the, the, the three first books, if you want to call them, the three Mechanoids books, yeah. all put into one. Hang on, let me, let me, let me check. All right, then we'll get into our real segment one. <laughs> RPG and D&D. &D. Yeah, AD&D. &D. We don't talk a lot about AD&D. They're just... I don't want to say we avoid AD&D, &D, but we just know that there are so many channels out there already. There's not too much more we could... Oh, yeah, I don't have that one. Yeah. Oh, that way. No, that's a source book. That's not. No, 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 no. No, it's that's not, not the original the Mech Mechanoids book. It's the it's the one that, that was that was reprinted no, for riffs, starting... and, it, and it has it has all the riffs conversion stuff in it. But other yeah. than that, it's basically exactly the same. It it just has conversion for riffs. We're gonna start with this. Now, I oh, think that, that one. Yeah. Oh, the Mechanoid Invasion. Now, I think this is a this is a great uh, uh, This is kind of the confusion of Palladium sometimes as to what you know things to talk about i say you have that book on hand and then when we're done with this or as points come up in this that that can uh draw us to that one we we talk about both i mean we've got a year to talk about palladium books yeah so oh we and can uh, do both. chris this is not a green screen this is a this is a tapestry this is real this is not a green screen you, you can buy this on redbubble the legion miss store legion miss store on redbubble you can buy it that's not a green screen. That that's a real tapestry. <laughs> That'd be awesome if that was a green screen. Oh, he knows. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for allowing you? me to accidentally plug our store. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> trolled. You trolled me in advertising. <laughs> I can see a reflection. I yeah, well, I just got it. I just got it. That was part of my Christmas bundle. So okay. Let's uh Let's get into real stuff now. All right, for segment one today, we are going to continue talking about Castles and Crusades, eighth printing. If I can get through it, my voice is already dry and, you know, like 45 hours of streaming in the last day. 
Uh, well, then I'll, I'll I'll do the heavy lifting on this one. <laughs> uh, there there are a few things I do want to bring up uh, that that I want to point out specifically when it talks certain. There are a couple paragraphs in here that uh, talk specifically about the illusionist because I know you have some heartburn about the illusionist. I do. Uh, and with that in mind, remember, RPG Digest is a live stream podcast discussion, not a concise step-by-step -step tutorial. We may, we will <laughs> deviate and go on tangents. You can check out our Discord, our locals, and our Redbubble. And while I didn't put the Big Legion Myth logo on there that Heathen Dog was talking about a moment ago on the live stream, there, there are a couple of items down there. We've got about 30 items on our Redbubble store. There's an example of five of them right there that you see on the screen with Heathen Dog's shirt being on there, his favorite, his quote, it will be on his tombstone, players are the natural enemy of a good story. Player agency not allowed. I, can't, I do not, I, I disavow that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's purely Heathen Dog. Yep, 100% me. All right. Uh, you can... Uh, follow our website you can follow us on odyssey youtube twitch and if you want to donate paypal and streamlabs is by far the best one because they don't take a huge cut and you actually get the best bang for your buck and what can you get for that bang for a buck oh look at this we have a th three thousand subscriber giveaway when we hit three thousand subs we're going to uh, give away those five books and possibly uh, some gift cards u.s residents and apo fpo addresses only the gift cards will be for everybody but uh the hardcover books, sorry, <laughs> the international shipping wouldn't make it worth it for anybody. Because I would definitely do that COD or uh, or or you're paying the delivery charges, which is, you know, probably going to be more than the book. Yeah. In our experience, that's about what it is. Yeah. OK, uh, let's get this up on the screen. Share. This Have PDF you tested 109? Yeah, already there. Did you? Um. Did you see the slides thing in StreamYards? Have you tried that out yet? Since I know you love slides so much. No. Yeah. All right. So we are going to talk about magic. Uh, yeah, there's actually a bunch on this first page I would like to talk about. So if you want to go through the little definitions here, if you yeah, want to just yeah. kind of breeze uh, through that. Go ahead. Can you embiggen it one time? I can. And uh, okay. but I would like to cover the nature and magic side of it. Okay, cool. that's fine. All right, I'm there. I'm begging twice. Uh, oh wow, beautiful! Because I don't follow orders. All right, magic. Magic lies at the heart of fantasy, and so it does in castles and crusades. Of greatest importance for the players is the acquisition of magic spells and the explanation of how spells are used in the game. The following is a list and brief description of terms regarding magic in castles and crusades in which the players and castle keepers should be familiar. Okay, listen up, people. This is what you need to know. Arcane magic. Magic learned by wizards. And illusionists. <laughs> wow. Divine uh, magic. And, and those other ones. And those other asshats. Divine magic. Magic granted to clerics and druids by a deity or a spaghetti monster in the sky or or an elemental force or nature in general. What would the spaghetti illusion monster magic. have for spells? Yeah. The type of Goop. magic mastered by illusionist. Sorry. Illusion magic is a type of arcane magic, but is inherently different from a wizard's magic because it's done <clears throat> because it, because it affects mind's perception, mind's perception deceive senses, deceive <laughs> senses or creates arcane energies. That last I, part I, yeah, is I'm my problem. Sure. That yeah, last well, part is, stop it. I agree. No, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. That's my problem. Components. But, but the aspect element, 
The aspects, <laughs> elements, and ingredients involved in casting a spell, including verbal, somatic, and material. Anyone who's played uh, many versions of D&D would know that. Focus, a specific object of power, and divine focus, a specific object of religious significance, is sometimes required to cast spells, especially divine magic. It, it, will, it will call upon a divine focus, usually uh, a, uh, a holy symbol or something like that. Spell, the spell, the formula a character uses to harness magic and give it form and casting, which results in a specific magical effect. Okay. I got a question for you about this. I, I see this in a lot of books. What's that? When they're defining terms and so forth. Sure. This has always been one that kind of bothers me. Not, not just spell, but sometimes I think it goes, they define too many terms. There, yeah, there I, I don't think point, they needed to define the word spell here. I, I'm not blaming this game, by the way. I'm not blaming Castles and Crusades. You know, it, it's kind of funny. If you watch previous videos, Heathen Dog and I uh, complain about define your freaking terms. So, so I would rather it be overdefined than underdefined, but it's just one of those where it's like, by now, shouldn't you? I mean, you've used spell like 1,800 times. You've probably used it, you know, however many times before this point. You're already in the magic section. Do you really need to define a spell? Yeah. But it's hey, just you know what? nothing Better to do with castles start. and crusades. Yeah, I do agree with that. I do agree with yeah. that. Spell slots. The number of spells at each spell level that a character can prepare each day as reflected on the character class tables, which of course goes up uh, depending on what kind of uh, magic user you are and what level you are. Bonus spells. These are additional spells that can be cast each day as a result of a high score in a related attribute. Depending on your class, if you have a high attribute rating, uh, you will get extra spells per day just because you're smarter, more charismatic, wiser, whatever. Known spells. The spells in a wizard's spell book or the spells allowed by a cleric or druid's deity from which a character can select and prepare spells each day. This is the, the repertoire of spells that you have learned. Mem you, have, you have learned, you know, you, you can memorize, you can prepare. There, there are spells out there that you've seen that you don't know how to do, so you can't prepare them. One of your jobs as you go about the world is collecting new spells, new and yeah, different I mean, magic. No, known spells is your recipe book. The Basically, prepared spells yeah. is the recipe you're cooking. Right. Prepared spells. There, there we go. The spells memorized or prayed for that are ready for a character to cast. That is, you only have so many slots, right? Well, what if you know more spells than you have slots? Well, you have to choose. You have to choose what you think you're going to need. And that's where a lot of people stumble in uh, in, in, in newer, newer versions of d and I'm not going to say which one. Spell <laughs> resistance. A special ability possessed by certain monsters and characters that may negate spells cast against them. May. It's resistance, not proof. But right. we, we've already talked about this. You know, there, there, are, there are some races that, that have an inherent spell resistance. There are some classes like Barbarian that gives you a small amount of spell resistance that increases as you level up. And there are, of course, some creatures out there, monsters that have inherent spell resistance. And now we are at the nature of magic, and I'll let Max take over. All right, I'm going to breeze through the first couple paragraphs. Uh, look, you have divine spells, which are for clerics, druids, and you have, uh, as already said, you arcane. have arcane spells for yep. uh, magic users and illusionists. But where it starts to actually talk about a little bit, uh, gets a little bit deeper here. The magic used by wizards and illusionists, oh, sorry, this isn't it. Da -da -da. Okay, well, actually, there is a sentence in here I want to read. Uh, yeah, wizards like and illusionists, it. unlike clerics and druids, share very few spells in common. 
The two forms of arcane magic are quite distant from one another. Or, or, and let, me, let me end that sentence. From one another. Wizards use their mystical knowledge to create and give form or to enhance or physically alter form. Illusionists, on the other hand, alter one's perception of form and reality. That's, that's, that's the kicker right there. Uh, what I wanted to say over here is like, I didn't like or creates arcane energies either, because I think there's going to be a little bit better definition coming up in a paragraph or two. Uh, wizardly magic deals with direct manipulations of the real and concrete. Yep. Wizards use magic to create and give form or to enhance or physically alter form. They funnel I'm it. What's that? I'm on yep, board. Okay. They funnel it, channel it, and redirect it. A wizard's magic is based on the metaphysical properties of the world. Uh, wow. I, I'm glad I didn't read that comma. <laughs> like, it's based on the metaphysical properties of the world around them. Okay, that shouldn't be them, but whatever. Uh, yeah, this, this whole sentence needs to be rewritten. <laughs> Like, just, just, push through man push through I, I, but it's in it's in my head now that i said it <laughs> even though a wizard may alter reality it is most important to remember that such reality is perceived in the same way by all who view it whether the caster the recipient the victim or anyone viewing the spell yep makes perfect right. sense to me and here's where it gets shitty <laughs> in contrast illusionists utilize a very different type of magic Illusionists alter the perception of form and reality for each creature who is subjected to it or views. It. I'm sorry, who's who is subjected to it or views it? There we go. <laughs> An illusionist is every bit as real to the spell's recipient or viewer as a physical creation. Say that again. An illusion is every bit as real to the spell's recipient or viewer as a physical creation. I absolutely envision the Earth Dawn illusionist in this game. That's how, that's how I see this illusionist, without the goofy spells that Earthdawn has. Indeed, an illusionist calls forth magic. Just remove that word. It's not even needed. It, an illusionist calls forth magic and gives it a form that can be more easily perceived to the senses. The actual illusion is the comprehensible form of the magic given. They create reality. Yep. Illusionists create... Create reality. <laughs> yeah, Green Lantern. Green Lantern. There you go. I mean, they, they, they should just call them lantern bearers or, or ring bearers or whatever. You know, it's, you're, you're, you're going all, all DC on me here, and it's, it, it still pisses me off. This, again, this is where if you go back and watch 7th printing, Heathen Dog and I disagreed there. We still disagree. I, I do like it. I think there's some tweaks. I do think that uh, it might be a little heavy-handed on the reality side of it. At least the Earth Dawn uh, illusionist actually had to do illusions. You know, the reality side of it was was out there so that you couldn't just assume it was an illusion. And the reality side of it is also weaker. Yeah. And the, so. this, this definition of illusion is stupid. If, if, if you're actually creating an illusion that is absolutely real to the recipient, it's not an illusion. It's not an illusion anymore. It's absolutely real. It just said it. It was 100% real to the recipient which means you created something real and but that's it, wizard territory but it's, but it's real After, only in that person's mind it, no no but if if it's real to them in every way like like it said that's a fucking quote then it's the exact same thing as making something out of nothing but only to that person it doesn't hey, make it great. part of reality it's only that person's reality you're messing with somebody's mind it's like no, a no, hallucination no, no, no it's not it's not it's not a hallucination if it's real you can die from hallucinations. Yeah. It's hard. Because you can have you, know, you can if, have if, a bad trip. <laughs> if I make a bullet that's real only to you, you're gonna die. Mm -hmm. 
that make the that makes the bullet real to everyone because it killed you. If so nobody really sees a gun, a bullet, if if there's no bullet to be found, if there's literally nothing, only in your mind do you see it and you die. It's still an illusion. No, it's real enough to the guy who got shot. Uh, illusions can kill. Hundred percent okay. real for him. Sorry, buddy. Thus, it could be argued that illusionist magic is the most powerful of all magics as it can allow those affected by it to defy nature. Now, this is what I call the Wiley Coyote syndrome. Uh, just uh, for the rest of this paragraph, just imagine Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. Okay. Uh, those affected defy nature and its physical laws, even beyond those that exist in a fantasy universe. In practical terms, the illusionist convinces a spell recipient that what he senses is real by altering and giving comprehensible form to magic. A rope, though illusory, illusionary, sorry, is real to the one climbing it. A bridge, though illusionary, is real to the one crossing it. An illusionist can even trick the mind to such an extent that the physical body responds. The alteration of a recipient's perception brings about actual physical effect through the force of the illusionist's magic. Thus, illusions can cause damage and can heal with lasting effect. An illusion they, that has changed. actual physical effect is not an illusion, you fucking asshat. Oops, sorry. No, I'm not allowed to swear. Sorry. Changing reality. <laughs> that's that's not an illusion. If it only happens in your mind, no, it no, is an illusion. It's not only happening it in your mind. It just said an illusionary rope will carry someone up yeah. a cliff. Everyone watching that will see someone climbing something they can't see, but obviously going up the damn cliff. And if you try to do it, it's an illusion. They believe there's a rope there that they can't see, but it's there or else he wouldn't be freaking just floating and levitating up this goddamn thing. In a world of magic, that might just be what it is. Somebody's just floating up doing this. Uh, What is it? Uh, The super mime. The mime actually works. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, that's what the illusionist is. It's a super mime. <laughs> there we go. That's what illusion is in this game. Super mimes. I won't argue that one. Uh, all right. The fundamental difference, that, that doesn't matter. I, I did want to go, because, I, again, I know Heathen Dog has his issues with the illusionist, and uh, there's obviously a distinction between the illusionist and the mage. I did want to read those paragraphs. We don't have to read everything you know, verbatim now. Um, but we can go to preparing spells. You want to do this? You want me to keep going? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. Methods for preparing and casting spells is generally the same for characters of all spell casting classes. Spellcasters must prepare their spells for casting on a daily basis, and they utilize roughly the same process to do so. Wizards and dumbasses. Wizards and dumbasses learn complex arcane formulas to harness magic and give it effect. Their spells are known as arcane spells, blah, blah, blah. Don't care. Each day... Wizards and memorize and prepare the spell they intend to cast during the day. Each character's level limits the number of spells the character can prepare. These are the slots I was talking about earlier. Where where are you? I was doing some chat stuff. Scroll down. Scroll down. Oh, here we are. Each day. Yep. There we go. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of paragraph now. Uh, Although a high or low intelligence score might grant bonus spells or take it away from the typical number of daily spells gained. I talked about it earlier. That's the bonus slots. A wizard or must have access to a spell book to study and sufficient light to read in order to prepare spells. A character can use a borrowed spell book or a spell book written by another magic user to prepare a spell the character already knows 
and has recorded in his own book, but must read magic first to be cast in order to decipher in the writing of the book. Okay, here we go. Uh, that's pretty uh, typical of D&D text. Yeah, stuff. it is. It is. But, but for those who don't know, I'm going to break it down. Okay? Think of it this way. Each person learns magic in their own way. And so they write down the spells they use in a way that they understand. You're killing me, Holmes. It, it's written in the same language, but think of it as your personal shorthand. So if you want to use another person's book, even though they're a wizard just like you, you open to it, you're not going to immediately understand it. Like, what that? what's this notes in the margins? What, what is this guy doing? Bullet points? Who the fuck uses bullet points? And, no, no. You cast read magic on it, and it will decipher it for you into, into a form that you can understand. And as long as you have studied that spell and learned it before, you can now memorize it using someone else's book. That's fine. Fine and dandy. That that's That's basically what that's saying. Okay, now before you memorize spells, a character needs to sleep and rest. Okay, sleep and rest. Now, I can only imagine they're saying that because if you sleep and don't get rest, you can't memorize spells. Well, there's also the other part where it's like, well, you know, you only slept for six and a half hours, so I'm going to take them away from you. Dude, I was laying in bed just studying my book. Leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, I've so seen, you have to sleep I and rest see. for a total of eight hours. So you can sleep for four hours and rest for four hours and you're good to go. Yeah. See? So they're they're you're getting around that 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 butt yeah, I've actually seen that. game masters do that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get around that butthead uh, castle keeper that might try that for you. No. Combination of sleep and rest for eight hours is what you need. Mm -hmm. The character need not slumber. See? Need not slumber and the top of the next page. Where is it? Every minute of the time, but must refrain from movement, combat, spell casting, anything that is demandingly physical. You can go to the bathroom, you can eat, all that stuff. You know, the, that, the fact fun, that that has but, to be written really disturbs me, but I understand yeah, why but, it's written in there. Uh, again, you know, better to clarify than not. If the rest is interrupted, each interruption adds one hour to the total amount of time. You don't have to start over the eight hours, but if you got into a combat for five minutes at hour four, you lost one hour of, of hour four. So now you're on hour three. So now you need five more hours of rest and or sleep. Fine. 100% cool with that. In addition to the complete hour of rest immediately prior to preparing spells for the day, it takes 15 minutes per spell level for a character to study a spell book and memorize the spell for the day. So not only do you need the eight hours of, of any combination of sleep and rest, but you also need after that time, 15 minutes per spell level that you're memorizing. So if you're memorizing a third level spell, you're going to need 45 minutes to memorize that spell for the day. Wait, 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 Man, hold on, hold on. Let, let, let me, let me look. Was it per spell level? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Per spell. Sorry. Yeah, spell. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I misspoke. Thank you very much. Per spell. So if you're memorizing, say, three spells, that's 45 minutes. If you're a high level wizard, maybe you have 20 spells. To be but fair, the reason why that stu stuck out to me is because from, from playing second edition, Heathen Dog and I know it is per spell level, it blah, blah, blah. Level, yeah, and one of the things I liked about this game was like, okay, it's 15 minutes, not 10 minutes, but that's fine because it's just 15 minutes per spell. Per spell. Cool. Right. Sorry, sorry. I, I don't have to take back. three days to re memorize my entire litany that I can yeah, blow. I, I flash back. It's great. <laughs> uh, but, you know, this this actually uh, this actually helps 
because if you don't go through all your spells in a day, those are slots you don't have to rememorize. So you won't take as much time the next day. So that's great. A character need not prepare a full complement of spells allowed per day, but preparing even one spell takes at least one hour of rest and 15 minutes of study. Okay. Okay. To prepare any spell, the character must have enough peace, quiet, and comfort to do all the things we've already said. Exposure to inclement weather, you know, that's not rest. All right. If you're in the rain, you're in the freezing cold, you can't build a fire, you're not resting. You're you're suffering. Suffering doesn't allow you the eight hours of rest and or sleep. Until a character prepares spells from a spell book, the only spells available are to cast are the ones the character already had the previous day. So you do, it's not a use them or lose them type thing. Once you memorize a spell, you have it until you use it. Whether you use it today or next year, doesn't matter. You have it until you use it. So if you are on an overland journey, you can uh, you can cut down on your daily time of, oh my God, we got to wait for the wizard to read his damn book for all this time. Just memorize a couple of spells a day. By the time to get to where you're going, you're, you got your full compliment. All right? So pro tip. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then we slow down. Then we move down. Uh, da, 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 da. Leave slots open. Talked about that already. When the yeah, character I mean, prepares I, I, a spell... It remains in the character's mind until the character triggers it. Blah, blah, blah. We did that. Yeah, All right, I don't think we have to read, we don't read too much of this. Yeah. Uh, but now we'll move on to clerics and druids, which is right below that picture. Uh, oh, okay. Never mind. Yep, yep, yep. That's there good. There we go. Clerics and druids prepare their spells in largely the same manner. They choose and prepare spells ahead of time, just as a wizard would. But clerics or druids do not require spell books. Instead, clerics select and prepare spells ahead of time through prayer and meditation at a particular time of day. And violence laws everything? Yes, this is why every party should buy a wagon so the mage can do his crap while in the wagon. As long as you're not going fast and as long as the road is good because the, get, the castle keeper could say, no, it's too bumpy or no, you're going too fast. And that's not considered rest. It's a cushy wagon. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay. It, it, it's, I, I, it, I hate that. No, I, I get what you're saying. And there is some legitimacy to that. And yeah. I think we've both been through that. It's just yeah. really annoying. Oh, you hit aware two it bumps. Can happen to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the things that I that I like that this does, because you know, sometimes when I'm reading this, I'm like, this isn't necessary to put in here, but it actually is necessary. How many games have you been in where the game master or the castle keeper or whatever game you're playing, dungeon master, doesn't make clerics memorize spells a lot i haven't they, they just they just pray at the beginning of the day for like five minutes and boom they have them so not only are clerics overpowered <laughs> they can wear armor they have a decent thack or whatever you know to hit they have uh and they can cast spells and heal they don't have to memorize like hold on uh i'm casting this one now and, and i'm gonna be uh, up front with you guys the vast majority of ad and d games that i've been in do that just over the years and this is around the world this isn't like oh well i played with heathen dog a couple times it was from high school it was from my first groups it was from my andrew's group which is heathen dog it's from playing in other countries it's weird like where did this come from where that just got house ruled in so i'm glad it says here it says no they choose and prepare spells ahead of time but they don't have to carry around books that's their big thing but here's here's the catch for them 
Some deities set the time or impose other special conditions for granting spells. If some event prevents the character from praying at the proper time, the character must do so as soon as possible thereafter. If the character does not stop to pray for spells at the first opportunity, the character must wait until the next day. So, depending on what pantheon or deity that that you, that you choose to follow to get your power from, it, that that god could say at sunrise or at sunset or when the sun is highest in the sky. This paragraph gives you some leeway if you are in combat, if you are if you are staunching someone's like femoral artery from bleeding out on the ground during no, high You got to pray. Stop and pray right now. You're going to you miss don't it. Have to stop sun's and pray moving. right now, but <laughs> after the emergency is over, you must immediately then stop and pray. If you don't, if you literally do anything else, you got to wait till the next the next uh, appropriate time. That's it. I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. The time required for a divine spellcaster to prepare spells is the same as a wizard. So it's not, oh God, give me all of my stuff. I want to be OP'd right now. Boom. You have all your spells. No. No. You have the same restriction as a wizard. Every spell you pray for takes 15 minutes to pray for. If people don't, don't want to wait around to watch you pray, then you either <laughs> stop praying or you say, suck it, chump. I'm praying. <laughs> All right. Those are your two options. Yeah. Remember when you got healed? Yeah, I think you can hold on for 15 minutes. Yeah, you can hold on, <laughs> man. I'm going to get that heal shit back. All right. Uh, the choice of spells is limited to those in your spell book or a cleric or druid may pick up any spell from the applicable spell list unless the character's deity imposes a restriction. Okay. It said spell book. I don't like that. Oh, unlike arcane magic users. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, a, a cleric can choose any spell that the deity or pantheon allows. It doesn't matter if you've cast it before. It doesn't matter if you've ever even heard it before. If it's in the book and your deity says thumbs up, you can say, eh, I want to try that. 15 minutes later, you can give it a shot. Okay, so you you already have a whole lot more latitude than 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 a, than a, a wizard or a green lantern. All right? So get used to that. That that's already good stuff. Acquiring new spells. I'm I don't, I don't like, understand uh, I don't understand this question. Oh, uh how interesting is the process of preparing spells? He just read it. Yeah, I I you you were gone. I just read it. I mean, uh it's a uh, for for a for a wizard, it's 15 minutes of study in in a book per spell. For a cleric, it's 15 minutes of praying per spell. There you go. And I'd yeah, allow a cleric. I'd like to take I, acquiring new spells. Thanks. I, I I would also allow a cleric to just you know read out of a hymnal or a Bi you know equivalent of a Bible, whatever you know something religious. I I, I would be a little flexible on that, but ultimately well, it's the same thing. Per, yeah, you know. Just pray. Giving veneration to your... Yes. I, okay, I would make cool. flagellate. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, acquiring new spells. Spellcasters, both arcane and divine, seek to add new spells to their repertoire, but the process for adding new spells is different. Wow, that, why am I struggling reading this stuff? Yeah, I mean, I can see it, but my brain doesn't want to process the words the way they're written. Uh... Uh, for adding new spells is different for each. Wizards and illusionists. Most <laughs> arcane... I'm sorry, yeah. Wizards and... <clears throat> I like illusionists. I'm going to say it. Uh, most arcane uh, spellcasters... Oh, my God. 
Most arcane spellcasters desire, beyond all other treasure, the acquisition of new spells for their spellbooks. Wizards and illusionists, illusionists learn to learn and add new spells through several methods. Gaining a level. Hey, look at that. Just as a fighter constantly practices with their weapons. Oh, I did it. I said it. A wizard yep. or illusionist spends time researching and learning about arcane magic and spells. When a character gains a new level, he chooses one new spell and adds it to his spell book. Okay, this is something I've never liked, but I understand. I don't like the fact like, oh, I opened my book and there's something new here. I, I just, I get it. It's a game, yeah. but I don't like it. At the same time, I let the character pick whatever spell it is. And at the first opportunity, maybe some treasure, maybe they're in town, uh, whatever the group's doing. Hey, there you go. Get your spell. This has a this has a different explanation. It's talking yes. about throughout the entire level, it is assumed that they have yep. been studying, practicing, thinking about it, and mm -hmm. suddenly they have they have come across the Eureka moment and they have it. If that's the case, then before the character makes a level, I'll have the player tell me what spell he wants. And then we can do I, I've got to have I can't have some sort of like, oh, hold on, let me see what spell I get right now. No, no, there's gotta be something. Well, no, there <laughs> is an argument against that. It's it's the whole post-it note argument. You know, the the, the guy who invented post-it notes wasn't looking to invent post-it notes, it just happened to turn out that yeah, way fair. through research. So it could be something like that. They they were researching general, you know, uh, magical properties and ended up creating this spell. But be, just the way I do role play, I would allow that absolutely. The way I do role playing, but it's just got to be identified beforehand, like something. There's got to be something there, not just like, Dung! "Hey, I'm gonna add three pages to my book or whatever." I, I don't. I'm not saying that the rule is wrong. I'm actually glad that the rule is written like this because then Heathen Dog handles it way this way, you handle it that way, I handle it this way, whatever. I'm just saying, like in my game, you're not just gonna open up the book and magically delicious. There's a freaking spell there. It's going to be. Hey, the next opportunity, which could be really close. Like usually in my D&D games, if you're stuck in a dungeon or traveling, I'll give you the opportunity to buy it or find it or, or whatever. It's just, it's gotta be more organic okay, for that, me. That is Max Leo's opinion. That is yes. not reflected in the rules of this. No, program. it is not. It is not reflected in the rules. Okay, uh, in fact, the spell, the spell chosen must be a level the character can cast. For example, upon attaining second level, a wizard may add one additional first level spell to the character's spell book. Oh, now you do it right. The wizard automatically knows the spell and can prepare it. No. Uh, <laughs> no, but the rules do say yes. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I get it because what you don't want to do is you don't want to have a wizard like, I'm fifth level, I'm still throwing first level spells around, a-hole. I, I absolutely get that. Uh, I just want it to be more organic. So The rule is not bad. A good castle keeper will find a way of making that happen a little bit more organically. Deciphering spells. To decipher spells in another spell book. So this is you grab I'm grabbing Heathen Dog spell book while he's sleeping. A character must first cast read magic on the spell to be deciphered. Once a character successfully casts read magic, the character can learn or attempt to learn new spells. Okay, that's again like a lot of other DD-ish type yeah. stuff. And yeah. he covered that a little bit before. I did. So let's look at learning and copying, see if there's anything new here. A character must first decipher the spells contained in the spellbook or scroll as described above. Thereafter, the character can learn the new spells from the book by spending one day plus one day per level of spell. Okay, so if you get a third level spell, that's four days. That, that makes sense. Yep. Nice, easy math. Okay. The oh, person who created. What's that? Keep, keep reading. Okay. If the person who created the spell book is on hand to help the reader, the reader can learn the spell in one half the normal time. Even better. So when Heathen Dog catches me stealing a spell book, he helps me learn it. 
number one, no, you get a knife for that. And, oh, num- oh. Num- and num- number two, nowhere in here does it say to round up or round down. I then that should be just taken as round normal. Shouldn't need to be told round up, round down. You should only be need to told. Well, if no, it's... I mean usually, th- usually things things like this they say round up or round down, but it it doesn't. So I just wanted yeah. to clarify that. Okay. So you know, if if it takes five days to to learn the spell, and you have a teacher that brings it half to two and a half, it's going to use normal rounding methods, and you're going to round up to three. This is kind of like what you were saying. Yeah, it's exactly what I was saying. Yes, I don't agree with that. <laughs> No, I, I don't have a problem with it. As long as the characters tell, or the player is telling me beforehand. that That's really all it is. Uh, like, you've never even looked at your spellbook, now all of a sudden, mysteriously, no. Uh, I'm changing the process of preparing spells. I meant from a storytelling perspective of players playing the game. Um, I'm memorizing spells while the, the warrior's out sword training and pissing. Who's making the eggs? <laughs> I don't know. All right. See, the number of days necessary is a uh, with, uh, okay. So Minimum equal, of one. Hold on. The number of days necessary to learn a spell is reduced by a number of days equal to the character's intelligence modifier with a minimum oh, of one go. day. So there are a lot of things in here. You can learn spells yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, minimum with one, one day, day yeah. being if, the minimum. If you have a 17 or 18, you get a plus two or plus three to that thing. So, uh, for example, if you're learning a fifth level spell, it'll take you six days. If you Base. have a plus two intelligence bonus, that's down to four. But and if, some, and if some jackal's helping you, yeah, yeah. If you if 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 uh, if the if uh, you're learning from a spell book from someone else and he's helping you, that's two. that six days goes to three, and then you get a minus two because of your modifier, and it's down to one. You just oh, learn a go, level spell in one day. You're gonna go that way with the math. Hmm. Well, hmm. I'm I'm doing it in order from what it tells me. It tells me round down for help, and then in the paragraph later on, it says attribute modifier. So I'm I'm going in the order that it gave. All right, maybe. I came Plus up with it, two. It, I think they'll end up being one anyway. If Castle Keeper may choose to require the character to make a successful intelligence check to learn a new spell, it says may choose. May choose. You don't have to. May you know don't what? do that with the one spell that the person gets at the level. Yeah, See? yeah, yeah. Definitely the the once the one spell they get for they they get, but. This is just my this is this is my opinion with these rules. I would not make someone roll an intelligence check if they have a mentor or or a or an assistant. I wouldn't make them because they have someone to explain it to them. I just have them learn it. But if they're trying to learn a spell on their own from somebody else's book or from a scroll they found, I would likely I would likely make them roll an intelligence check. That's just me though. And once a new spell is learned, the character can copy it into a spellbook as described below. The process of copying leaves the spellbook or scroll from which it was copied unharmed. That is different than, than uh, several iterations of D&D and some other games. Is that it? Because in D&D... Uh, scrolls? When, when well, you, scrolls, when you, yeah. Okay. Yeah, when you use them, put them in a spellbook, they lose their magical ability. But not when you copy from another spellbook. No, no, not when you copy from the spellbook. But it specifically says scrolls still work, and in many iterations of D and D, that is not true. So I'm I'm glad they put that in here. Once a wizard understands a new spell, it can be copied into a spellbook. The process requires a day plus one additional day per spell level. Zero level spells require one day. A spell takes up one page of the spellbook per spell level. I, you know what? I always liked rolling my spell pages, but to be fair, that's clunky. 
Yeah. Like th- this just makes it easier. Uh, all right, moving on. I don't care about the costs and so forth. Replacing spell books. The same procedure for learning a spell is used to reconstruct. Whoa, whoa, hang a- on, hang on, hang on. The the cost is significant. A normal spell book- for writing a spell costs one hundred gold pieces per page. Yeah, that's all. That seems like a lot. But hey, hey, to be fair, we we haven't gotten to the to the how much money you get for adventuring part of it yet. Well, so I don't uh, know. Also, on top of that, you know, this is a, this is a uh, a talent for the elite. <laughs> yeah, fair. Better have a good benefactor. All right. Um, the same procedure for learning a spell. Okay, so we already said that. Uh, if the character already has a particular spell prepared, the character can write it directly into a new book at a cost of hundred gold piece per page. Again. So, not worried about the time. If the spell is not prepared, the character may not reconstruct it from memory, but can prepare it from a borrowed spell book. Wow, so you better have copies of your spell books. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be spending a lot of your time Writing duplicating. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy so far. I don't know yet. But so far, they haven't said that something weird like like a, a wizard spellbook is a material link right to their brain. You can cast a spell through a spellbook. It'll shoot in their brain and blow it up like scanners. So having multiple copies is actually a good thing. There are wow. no sorcerers in this game. Yep. And no, nobody no likes sorcerers. Game, I, I, I burn all sorcerers at the stake. There you go. Because they they have poison blood. <laughs> now, Darthia said he can. I have to look at the rules again because I I'll be honest with you, I don't remember off the top of my head. I do remember playing with DMs though that say that when I tried to copy a spell from a scroll that the spell uh, that the scroll was used up. No, there are because, some iterations of dungeon of advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know if it's first or second. Because edition. the scroll didn't it didn't actually house the entire energy of the spell. That's like one of the little tweaky little words that they use for the yeah. terminology. I, I but to be fair, right now I don't remember the rule off the top of my head. If in second edition AD and D it does that, so all right. Research character research a spell independently, duplicating it in the process. So okay, how did oh didn't tell how to do that? Just says research it independently. It just says Maybe, research it. Okay, I guess we'll have to find the research instruction probably in the Castle Keeper guide. Reading a reading a scroll into a spellbook. We got dragon. We got that dra- was it that dragon speaking say or whatever the hell that program's called now. Speaking spell. <laughs> a character must first decipher the spell contained on a scroll by casting read magic. Because this scroll is magical, and the reduction of the spell to the scroll of oh hey, this is what I was talking about. This second yeah, edition does it's, this. It's condensed version, yeah. And the reduction of the spell to the scroll involves all necessary components for casting the spell from the scroll. A character can simply read a scroll into a spell, but oh that is awesome. That's like the opposite of the way people treat me when I play uh, D&D. Right. Doing so copies the spell into your spell book, but destroys the scroll in the process. There That's you fine. Go. I, lo- I lose the temporary iteration and get the yes. permanent iteration. And, and I'm okay with that. One. Yes. But I wouldn't want to do that, man, because scrolls are so useful. Well, if you've got a couple copies or something. Well, then you're very rich, I suppose. Uh, I Again, depends on who your dungeon master is. If you've got a couple of copies from me, I guarantee you, you're going to be using be using those you i gave you them for a reason uh but yeah magic of of the of the what of the what the (laughs) magic of the illusionist illusion spells tend to baffle and confuse players and castle keepers alike oh wait we're gonna get an education now the source of the illusion is often as confusing as the illusion itself the word illusion itself seems to 
Canote. Canote. Or can, it shouldn't be Canote. I don't know. Maybe it's Canote. Maybe I just got rotified. Now it seems to connote the magic users. Magic is purely illusionary, unreal, meaning a strong or schooled mind can see through the illusion's trickery and machinations and entirely ignore its effects. Yet this could not be more wrong. Heathen dog <laughs> puts on my baby picture. <laughs> Heathen dog could not be more wrong. Some of the illusions are in fact simple illusions, while others are the mind's conquest over matter. And still others are channeled magic displayed with such force that their conjured elements are as real as a wizard's magic missile or a cleric's spiritual weapon. Woo. Green Lantern. <laughs> Green Lantern. There you go. <laughs> to understand the illusionist spells, we must first understand the illusionist. Oh, God. I don't want to get into the mind of an illusionist. The illusionist is a magic-using class whose title does not necessarily equate to his skill set. The illusionist we, we, class... We can skip this if you want. But I think people need to know it. No. No one needs to play an illusionist. But it's part of the game. It's, a, it's, a, it's obviously a contentious part of the game. It's not vital. <laughs> it's not vital. Uh, general... Oh, thank you. Oh, is that for me? Eventually for me? Thank you. Um, where was I? Illusionist class description generalized. Word established wizard. It defines a class that uses magic in a subtle but very different manner from the wizard, druid, or cleric. They're not tricksters. They're not tricksters, so they're not the Earthdown Illusionists. Oh. The Illusionist has no skills. Okay, Illusionists have no skills that allow them to fool or trick targets into believing something is what it isn't. Hmm. Not sure I agree with that line. And now we're back to Green Lantern. Now we're back to Green Lantern. Now, you know what? With that line in there, I, I'm leaning the heathen dog direction now. That, that line... They're actually creating reality. Not the illusion. Such skills belong in the domain of a street urchin, jester, or some other buffoon who has no recourse in making a way in the world. Wow. A little arrogant there. Other than tricking others through sleight of hand. The illusionist is a master of magic. He bends his will. Uh, what? The illusionists are... I'm going to just read it the other way. The illusionists are a master of magic. They bend their back in years of study to rise to the level of even a beginner in the craft. What? Who cares? The illusionist is a master, a master of time and substance. His abilities transcend the simple illusions of a trickster. Rather, the illusionist conjures material from the essence of the world around them. Then it's not an illusion. Yeah. Um, this, this paragraph is an illusion. The illusions nope, are not... Nope. It, it, it's real. It's, it's, it's just real for us right now. Yeah, right? Illusions are not simple parlor tricks to fool the weak of mind, but are powerful incantations drawing upon their own powerful minds. I can't read this anymore. You know, the rest of the book was written fairly well. This one is this is just one of the worst written paragraphs I've ever read, and I'm trying to read it in a way that I enjoy it, and I'm trying to make you know get it through the heathen dog, and I'm failing on all three counts. They weaves, they weaves these musings. <laughs> Uh, they weave these musings with magic drawn from the world around them, thereby fabricating the very stuff of reality. Illusionists can literally create something from nothing. Well, if you're going to put the note up there, put it up for more than, you know, a half a second. Jeez. <laughs> Why didn't they just call it a conjurer? I don't know. I don't know. This is a paragraph that you can understand but still hate it. 
I, I, I understand the intent. You know what? I'm just going to say right now, I prefer the earth on definition because I can believe it through the earth on definition of the illusionist, which is the illusionist must have some reality. Otherwise, everybody sees through it. I like the illusionist class. I, didn't I say this for seventh printing also where it's like, I like the illusionist class, but I, I think did. I could, I, I could go with a different name though. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, I, I, I think on, you finally beat me down on that one. I, I went on the live stream with the, with the creator and asked and asked him why he's calling a carburetor a battery because an illusionist doesn't do illusions. And he went on a long thing on on why he loves illusions and i can't trust him with classes because the assassin class is awesome and he hates it the illusion class sucks and he loves it i think the hatred isn't the fact that he hates the class he hates the idea of it being first and that people want to play something so strikingly evil it's not strike it's not it's not necessarily evil you know it's not necessarily evil and but 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 this is definitely not an illusionist i I, I didn't think of it, but Conjurer, yes. Uh, uh, Max Boyven is absolutely correct. Should be called a Conjurer. The problem You're is this conjuration something. actually makes it real to everybody, well, though. Okay, it's uh, your, your conjuring that's only real to one person. It's still not an illusion to anyone. Because it has real effects for that one person that other people can see. You know what I want to call it? What? <laughs> what I really want to call it? What? I want to call it a mind melter. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I, I want to call the class a mind melter. Yep. I've been digging into palladium too much recently, but, uh, but, uh, I, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, st I still like the class, whatever it's called. I like it. I, this would be a class I'd play, but, uh, that's my baby face. He's stealing my baby face. I'm the one that cries. <laughs> uh, misconception exists that someone knowing an illusionist is an illusion. What? The misconception exists. That someone knowing an illusionist is an illusionist would therefore possess some kind of immunity to the illusions. The illusions, not there. Jesus Christ. This idea is an absolute misreading of the class descriptor. First, no illusionist would introduce... <laughs> Why would you do this? Pick one. Dumbasses? Uh, as an illusionist. That would be as silly as someone introducing himself as an assassin, rogue, or thief. Such titles would immediately make others... In Earthdawn, that's exactly what you do. <laughs> in Earthdawn, you're like, I'm a thief. Uh, such titles would immediately make others wary of the individual, and in some cases could prove to be an automatic death sentence. Yeah, if you just know that the illusionist is going to lie to you all the your time. mind! <laughs> okay, can't go with Mind Melter then. That's what he actually referenced actually happened in a game, and the character died. Oh my god, that's a perfect... <laughs> Heathen Dog wins the internet today. Second, an illusionist magic does not require belief. As noted above, this is a misconception of the class and its abilities. The illusionist is no trickster, and one cannot simply choose to disbelieve the illusionist magic. Okay, th They're... this is not a misconception of the magic, it's a misconception of the definition of the word illusionist, dumbass. N not the, 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 the writer. I know. Again, I don't have the heartburn that that Heathen Dog does on this. I think a different name might be in order, but I don't. I don't have a problem with this, but I understand where Heathen Dog's coming from. Like his argument is valid. The illusionists will now be known as psychic in our game going forward, as in such banned from play. Oh, 
the some of the illusionist spells are hypnotic. Many, if not most, of the illusionist spells have real, tangible effects, regardless of the the victim's beliefs. The illusionist is not a less than adequate mage. Okay, the illusionist is an adventurer with the ability to wield powerful sorcery, summoning and shaping the world around him like no other, bringing to life reality created. I can't, I'm not reading this crap anymore. Let's just go down to illusionist and healing. Again, it's for a completely different reason. You guys, anybody who's watched the streams knows why I'm, I'm upset with this. It has nothing to do with what Heathen Dog's talking about. But I can't read that crap anymore. I'm, I'm skipping. Okay. Castles and Crusades has a wholly unique approach to illusory magic in making the illusion real. All right, Heathen Dog, come on back and talk about that sentence. Okay. Because that's, uh, that sentence is directed to Heathen take. Dog. Okay, now, the... Castles and Crusades, wholly unique take on illusionists is like my wholly unique take that gravity doesn't exist or that, or that, uh, the illusionists uh, can make that happen for you. All, all knives are made of rubber and, and bullets tickle. All right. That, that, that is, that is completely analogous. I reject your reality and substitute it with stupidity. That's exactly <laughs> what this is. What? No, he's talking about like an actual. Oh, I, I I missed the original. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh th this this whole paragraph. I mean, I'm sorry that 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 whole sentence is 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 an excuse or a reason why I'm calling this obviously not illusionist an illusionist. Okay. And, and it doesn't hold water. It's a screen door in a submarine. The more powerful the illusionist, the greater the impact the illusionist and his spells can have on the game. I mean, that's just being a higher level caster. Yeah. In, in Castle of Crusade, illusionists can heal damage. And we talked about that with the seventh uh, printing when I remember that. Dumb. <laughs> illusionists heal damage in the same manner in which they cause damage. Not by tricking targets, but rather by projecting their own magical power into the target and changing the nature of time and substance. That's not um, an illusion. That's that's psionics. That's that's, that's second edition AD and D psychic healing. <laughs> it's actually going to compare it to mage. So that's what life. Uh, yeah. Life prime. Uh, yeah, that's that's a life prime route. Yeah. Uh, you do not trick the target's mind into uh, psychically. Wow, healing itself. So, are you sure it's psionics? Because no, it's not psychic. <laughs> Okay, they do not trick the target's mind to psychically healing itself. That assumption assumes the target is mentally able to do such a thing. Mind over matter! Didn't we talk about that a few paragraphs ago? The power of the illusionist does not reside in the target. The illusionist power solely resides in the illusionist. Illusionists heal through their own magic. While a cleric... Okay, see, that's a good sentence. While a cleric channels the magic of a deity serving as a bridge between the deity and the target to heal it. An illusionist channels or controls the natural magic of the world, and you went back to being stupid. Illusionists challenge, channel or control the natural magic of the world around them, using the target's own mind as a bridge between the magic and the target. The more powerful the illusionist... Okay, yeah. All right. Um, I, I didn't really want to read all of that, but it was kind of necessary because of the discussion Heathen Dog and I were having. Yeah, I think... I, they, no, I... I think I, you know. I was hoping somewhere in there maybe it would convert them. If anything, it's actually moved me to the other <laughs> side a little bit. Not not fully. I still like the class. I don't have a problem yeah. with it called illusionist. But it doesn't doesn't bother me, but I get it. Yeah. 
Wait, what'd you say? Your needle moved. Yeah, my, my needle moved. I'm still on the okay side. Yeah. I'm not over here. I'm not flatlined over here. No, I'm, I'm still I'm, over I'm here. Flatlined. But it yeah. went from like here to there. It's like it's like 50-50 now on, on the it's okay. It's like you could have done better, but you know, I'm not worried about it. It's, it's Illusionist right. and sorcerers get get the same fate. We're we're gonna see if they float or we're gonna burn them. <laughs> but most people I'll tell you, most people in our chat agree with you. Most yeah. people in our chat agree with you. Make up their own personal definition of what illusion is. Exactly. Yeah. Calling a, you know, a, a catalytic converter a tire. That's exactly what's going on here. I see the argument. I absolutely see the argument. But what would you call it? Because, I mean, if you want to quibble about that, we could quibble about the conjure thing doesn't work but for me because you're not actually, but you're not conjuring. Psychic so, is better. Psychic, actually, you know what? I agree that that might have some other connotations yeah. to it that people don't want to deal with. Like, I don't want psychics or sorcerers in my game, you know? Well, I don't want illusionists in my game. <laughs> you know? So, there you go, right? <laughs> I hear the word sorcerer, and I instantly go, nope. <laughs> like, that's just a knee-jerk. Uh, but, but, uh, but a sorcerer even would be more appropriate than an illusionist because a sorcerer magic, while dumb and idiotic, is still real. Well, and even if... well. Sorcerer has. If we take the D and D sorcerer, I agree with you. But if you just use the word sorcerer, that can mean so many different things. Just like yes. witch can mean so many different things. Yes, it is. It is a broad general definition, and, and you can redefine what game, you want. You can make it specific instead of the yeah. broad general definition. And in your game, making it not fall into any of the spectrum anywhere is a dumb move. <laughs> I don't see this, but I don't see this as psychic powers. I mean, at least I didn't with the uh, seventh printing. Yeah, I do see it as mind affecting, but I don't see it. No more mind affecting than enchantment charm. But we'll see. Oops. We'll see. Clerics and druids. Okay, let, let, let's get back to reality and talk about God. Well, I was going to kind of skip some of this stuff because do you really care about research? Yeah, yeah we, we do need to. We need to. I just don't want this to take seven hours. Uh, characters who can cast divine spells undertake a certain amount of study of divine magic between adventures. Each time a character receives a new level of divine spells, the character learns a new spell from that level automatically. See, I'm more okay with that because I kind of feel that God's giving God it to you. God gives it to you. Like, it, it came into a dream or the last time you prayed, God said, you've been doing well, my son. Blessing but be I, upon you. Boom. I could see there be some supplication in, you know, just, you know, if the wizard's got a way to... Flagellation, there you go. You know, if the wizard's got to wait a minute to get uh, get his spell, I can see that the cleric also waiting a minute to get his by, you know. How about this? After you tithe to the church, then you got it. You know, some crap, like that. whatever. Well, for example, a cleric reach... I, wow, I completely misread that at first. For example, a cleric reaching third level is granted knowledge of all spells the second level cleric list by, on the second level cleric list by the deity. Yep. Additionally, a cleric or druid can research a spell independently. Now, this I kind of want to focus on. Only the creator of such a spell can prepare and cast it, unless the character decides to share it with others. So, uh, some such creators share their research with their churches, but others do not. I don't understand this at all. So far, I'm not understanding this. So, yeah, I have to get through the... Because yeah. aren't they just granted by divine... Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Let, let's, let's push through. Maybe they'll explain okay. it. The character can create a magic scroll, which is, again, kind of normal. Sure. Or write a special text similar to a spell book. To contain spells the character independently researched. What? Oh, what? Other divine spell casters who find the spell in written form can learn to cast it, provided they're of sufficient level to do so. What? And are of the same class as its creator. What? 
If I already have access to the entire list, then it, hang on. Then the only spells that I don't know are ones my deity didn't want to give me. Right. So learning that would probably piss off God. Why would I want to do that? But it says see divine magical writings. So maybe we'll get there in a minute. I'll let you do casting spells. My throat is getting a little. Okay. A character who wishes to cast a spell announces his intention to the castle. See, I did what you did. To the castle keeper during the character's initiative turn. The character must make all pertinent decisions about spell, range, target, area effect, whatever, when the character begins casting unless the spell specifies otherwise. The character must make some choice about whom the spell is to affect or where the effect is to originate, depending on the type of spell. The castle keeper applies whatever results a spell entails using the spell's description. Now, the what they're saying, what this boils down to is no, when you fire a fireball in a hallway, guess what? It's a square footage thing. It's blowing back on your face. You better push it far enough away. This is this is what it's saying. It, you know, it's it's telling the the spellcaster, don't be stupid, know how your spell works and use it appropriately. I and just it. as a reminder, because Twitter seems to disagree with this idea, it is the player's responsibility to know the spells. How their spells work, yes. Yeah. It is not, I mean, it is the game masters as well. The game masters should understand how to run the game, especially if it's a common spell. But it is not the game master's responsibility to fix your screw up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as, as, a, as an analogy, think of a... Uh, uh, a 20th level uh, mercenary who, who has mastered all of the weapons known to man. But he decides one day to, to check if his gun is loaded by pointing the barrel at his face and looking down the barrel and accidentally shoots himself. Well, you didn't say I couldn't, couldn't do that. Th that's, no. Stop it. You're just being dumb. I'm going to comment on dumb. this comment. Uh, as a player, oh wait, no, uh, this, I feel no, each cleric or druid spell should be a different prayer, and you should have to do things in your church or study. This is how I run clerics. Okay, I actually, know, I actually and, have the players write prayers. Right, and you know what? That is a completely valid homebrew thing. It is not supported in these rules. But, right, and and we are going through the rules, but but yes. I, but I do this, and I actually have the the players write prayers for each spell. It, not. There can be tweaks too. I'm not getting too pedantic about it, but just generally speaking, because I think it adds flavor, you know, on how like, uh, you know, a priest of uh, some, I don't tend to allow evil priests, but like how an evil priest might pray versus how, you know, and then you got the, the, um, what's his name? Conan. Bye, Crumb. If you're not going to help me, fuck you. Or whatever the hell he said. Okay. Uh, to cast the spell, the character must be able to speak if the spell has a verbal component, gesture if it has a Spanish <laughs> component, and manipulate the material components or focus if any. The spell descriptions indicate which components are necessary. Additionally, the character must concentrate to cast a spell. If something interrupts the character's concentration while casting, the spell is lost and marked off the character's list of prepared spells. If the character ever tries to cast a spell in conditions where the characteristics of the spell, range, area, whatever, cannot be made to conform, the casting fails and the spell is wasted. Okay, so we're going to unpack a little bit here and move on. All right. If you're in the middle of casting a spell, which means I would imagine that it is when your initiative hits and then when the spell goes off at any time during that point, you are stabbed or punched or whatever, and you lose focus, the spell's gone, it's wasted, it doesn't go off, and you lost it. 
If you are trying to create 100 gallons of water in a one gallon container, the spell <laughs> fails. You should have read your spell. It's your own Can fault. I at least get the gallon? No. <laughs> no, you can't. God is punishing you for stupidity. Yeah, isn't right. wisdom uh, something you're supposed to have as a cleric? Yes, yes. Many spell durations are measured in rounds, minutes, hours, or some other increment. When the spell duration expires, spell effect ends. I don't know why they had that in there, but okay, good to know. Here, well, oh, here's uh, concentration. Look, okay, before, now. before you read this, hold on. No, there's a reason why it's like, it's one of the things that I'm going through is I'm doing my writing as well. Writing a book for you is easy. I don't need to put crap like that in there. Writing a book for somebody who's either never played before or is brand new, you have to, you have to write to, I won't call it the lowest common denominator. You have to write to somebody who has no clue what's going on. Okay, see, but the but the person that that two-sentence paragraph is written for doesn't know the definition of the word duration anyway. So it's not going to help them. So anyway, all right, concentration. To cast a spell, the character must concentrate. If something interrupts them, they lost concentration. We're going to move on. Getting hurt or being affected by hostile magic while trying to cast a spell can break the character's concentration and ruin a spell. If while trying to cast a spell, the character takes damage, fails a saving throw, or is otherwise successfully assaulted. And no, we're not talking, oh God, no, he, he the, the range touch, I did not consent. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, the casting is disrupted unless the castle keeper allows a concentration check. Unless the castle keeper allows a concentration check. You don't automatically get a concentration cap, crybaby. No. It is an option for the castle keeper only. I think people should subscribe to crybabies. Yep. Subscribe because crybabies suck. <laughs> the interrupting event strikes during spell casting if it comes during the time when the character starts and completes the spell for a spell with a casting time of more than one full round. Anything that could break the character's concentration when casting a spell can also break the concentration necessary to maintain a spell. A character can't cast a spell while concentrating on another one. Okay, one spell at a time, people. If you're holding up a magical barrier, you cannot you cannot also cast another spell to pew-pew somebody who's made it around the barrier or whatever. No, it's you got to choose. But I have two hands. I should be able to hold Sorry. up the barrier this one and finger wiggle over here. You know what you only got one of? Brain. Suck it up. I have two halves. Yeah, but they don't work together very well. <laughs> Ask any neuroscientist. The only spells the character can cast while grappling or pinned are those without somatic components and whose material components the character has in hand at the time. So you can you can be bound, gagged in a wrestling move, in a half Nelson, whatever, and still cast a spell that doesn't require your hands or material components. It's fine. It's fine. You can be gagged and still cast a spell that doesn't require any verbal components. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Using scrolls. Scrolls are spells reduced to a portable form. Not only does a scroll contain the text of a spell, all necessary components, except verbal, that have been magically incorporated into the scroll. But that means that the reason scrolls cost so much and are so valuable is because all of the material components are literally fused into the parchment. They're in there. You're holding it. So that's why they're so valuable. Before using a scroll, the character must decipher it by casting read magic. Okay, I'm going to keep reading, but I might have a question. The character can then read the scroll aloud, casting the spell contained in it, just as if the character had the spell prepared. The spell's casting time, range, area effect, duration, and other details and limitations are no different. 
A spell contained in a scroll can only be cast once. When the spell is cast from a scroll, the spell disappears or destroys the scroll. There are some limitations on the use of scrolls, of course. A character must be of a class that can cast that type of spell. That's an important druid. That's an important one. Yeah, can I, a druid can't cast a wizard spell, and illusionist doesn't exist, so we don't care about that. A character can <laughs> cast a spell from a scroll that they have not learned or recorded in their spellbook. However, the character must be of high enough level to cast it, to cast the spell of a spell found on the scroll. So, if you have a ninth level spell, uh, spell scroll, and you are a first level wizard, you're you're not you don't know enough to read it. It's it's kind of like me picking up a book on theoretical quantum physics. Yeah, I could read the words, but it's not going to mean anything to me. Therefore, I can't channel the magic properly. Same thing. I don't need to go through the example because it's just what I said. <laughs> a character can attempt to use a scroll to cast a spell of a level they are not normally able to cast, but they must first make an intelligence check to do so. Maybe I can fudge my way through that quantum mechanic book. A penalty to the intelligence check equal to the level of the spell is applied to the scroll. Failure indicates the spell fails and the scroll is destroyed. Scrolls are pretty valuable. I wouldn't try it. I would not try it. All right, so here is, here is my problem. We're going to go back to using scrolls. Okay. Uh, the first paragraph in using scrolls highlight before using a scroll, a character must decipher it by casting read magic. Now, okay. nowhere in here does it say you have to decipher it as you're casting it or decipher it one time. And then you can cast it at any point later on. As somebody who believes in rulings, not rules, I don't have a problem with that, but I do understand why, why you say that. I would yeah, I mean, personally, they, I would they, say, They've been very specific so far, right? I, I would rule it as you cast read magic and you now know that one. I, yeah. The reason being is because, hang on, I got to cast a scroll, but wait five minutes. I got to do read magic first and then I can cast this this other this other spell that'll no, take five but what you minutes. do is you put all your scrolls in front of you you cast read magic once read 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 okay i know them we're good there let's you go, go on put them, put them back in your pocket and you're good to go hey man <laughs> it, as long as read magic lasts that long fine whatever cool with that but yeah i i wish they would have defined that one way or the other just just for less ambiguity sake that's all yes and we, we went that earlier. You read magic and then you can copy it in your spell book and the scroll is not destroyed. But do you have to use read magic on the scroll again to cast it from the scroll? We don't know. Or it's up to the castle keeper to make that decision, which means that's person by person basis. And that's good and bad on several levels. But we'll, we'll go on. Divine magical writings. Here's my problem. Okay, here, here, here's where we had a problem earlier with the whole idea of divine magic and how it works. Divine spells can be written down and deciphered just as arcane spells can, except read magic is not used to do so. Instead, the character can decipher and learn the new spell from the scroll by spending one day plus one day per level of the spell being learned to study for it. Only characters who have the spell in question on their class-based spell list can cast divine spell from a scroll. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm rereading the paragraph right now. Okay. Do that. Help me out. Okay. So it's just scroll creation. I, I guess my reason, the thing that I don't like about how this paragraph's written, going back to my technical manual stuff, is at first, I guess I should realize that it's under the using scrolls 
okay category and it's not its own new category okay no, so no, taking, it, it, it's it's referenced earlier i know it's referenced earlier but it's specifically under using scrolls because here's my issue at first was like what what do you what don't you know you have the entire list of your freaking dd spell list so wh why is this even a thing but this is about creating scrolls so when right. you're talking about creating scrolls this makes sense yeah this makes sense to me but the problem with this is earlier where this was referenced it seems like you can uh, as long as it's still divine magic you can use a scroll not you can use a scroll for a spell not normally given to you by your deity and that yeah. would piss off any deity possibly that's yeah. that's so uh, it depends on how you want to run it but yeah yeah but it, i don't know why you want to endanger that but having having clerical magic on a scroll has benefits obviously you don't have to burn a slot you have the scroll you have to study it for several days but then after that boom you can use it it's in your pocket you got in your pocket you're good to go but if i were you man th this is for players out there if i were you i would ask the castle keeper hey i have a scroll that normally is not a, a spell normally not allowed by my deity do i believe through all of my years of prayer that i would piss off my deity if if i used a spell not allowed by him or her depending on what kind of god you got i would ask that question before you start willy-nilly casting spells from scrolls all right all right all right, now Spell we just get format. We actually yeah, went through a lot of this earlier. Casting we, time. We, we don't even we don't have to go through any of this. Okay. This is yeah. this Casting is basic time, stuff. And the and then we have uh target or area effect. Targeted spells, area effects are burst cone, cylinder, uh emanation, and obstacles uh can stop rays, bursts, and cones by you know by giving people cover. Uh, a lot a lot of books have that. Uh an, uh a blast will conform to the area that it doesn't destroy. That, that's the problem with, with fireball. A fireball down a hallway. Its area will conform to the to the dimensions of the hallway, which means it will expand, you know, right and left or up and down instead of in a in a bubble, which means you could accidentally put yourself in, in the middle of your own fireball. Don't do that. Backdraft. Uh, backdraft, yeah, very bad. Okay, we'll go down to... I, I do, saving. I do yeah, sa saving throws, I think we need to look at. Yeah, okay. Most harmful spells allow an affected creature to make a saving throw in order to avoid some or all of the spell's effect. The spell description details whether the spell allows a saving throw, what type of saving throw is made, and the effect of a successful save. If a spell does not include a saving throw entry, excuse me, then assume that no saving throw is allowed. Okay, it's fair. A creature that successfully saves against a spell without obvious physical effects feels a hostile force or a tingle, but cannot deduce the exact nature of the attack. Okay, this is important. This is important because uh, a spell like charm person or friends or stuff like that. If you, if someone successfully saves against it, they're obviously not affected. They're not charmed. They're not beguiled, whatever. They're going to feel a tingle. They're going to feel something happen, but they're not going to know in, in the whole room the dog did they're in who did it. Yeah. He's not going to know. I tried if I'm not doing this. If I didn't well, do that, he's not going to know. No, what you do is you have the fighter do that while the wizard's over yeah, there. Yeah, there going, you go. There you go. You have the fighter do this while the wizard's <laughs> behind the corner going, oh, you can't see me. <laughs> then, yeah, that's great. That's uh, an illusionist. It's an illusion. There you go. Saving throw <laughs> challenge level. 
a specials a spells challenge level is always equal to its caster's level unless specified otherwise. That makes sense. Okay, negates. The, the, these are all the types of, of, of ways you can save and what the save does. A save can negate, which means nothing happens. Partial, which means it has some effect, but not full effect. Half, half damage, half duration, whatever. And none, no saving throw allowed. Object, the spell can be cast on objects, which receive saving throws only if they are magical or if the spell specifies otherwise. Harmless, a parenthetical H indicates a harmless spell. The spell is usually not harmful. Wait. <laughs> English much? <laughs> How can a harmless thing usually not be harmful? No, a harmless thing is always not harmful. <laughs> but a targeted creature can attempt a saving throw if it wishes. All right, we're going to move on from that. <laughs> I, I've got comments because, you know, I do technical <laughs> writing. But, we're uh, just going to move on because that's obviously stupid. All right voluntarily giving up a saving throw a creature can voluntarily forego a saving throw this is normal in a lot of games you know i'm going to cast a healing spell on you okay and then it just you don't need to save because you want it to happen great yep. now if you're unconscious you you can't consent so saving throw probably will still be good items surviving after a saving throw sometimes a spell specifies whether an item in the area affects spell is potentially damaged these items are required to make a saving throw or be destroyed again fireball right Fireball goes off. You didn't cast the fireball on that piece of paper, but the fireball is in the is in the area of effect. Now the item, the paper, needs to make a saving throw against fire, or the fireball spell, or be burned up. Are <laughs> the heathen dog's brain just reset? Yeah, no, no. Both of our brains reset after reading that harmless is sometimes harmful bullshit. <laughs> Indicates a harmless spell. This spell is usually not harmful. <laughs> Aneurysm. All right. All right, no, no, I'm, I'm going to let your brain reset by you do spell resistance. This okay, spell resistance is a special defensive ability. A defender's spell resistance is like an armor class against magical attacks. All creatures have a minimum SR of one. If a spell is being resisted by a defender with spell resistance, the caster of the spell must roll a d20. The results of that d20 roll must be equal to or greater than the spell resistance of the target for the spell to take effect. So if Heathen Dog's got himself a spell resistance of five and I roll a four, well, guess what? Bing! Just washed off him. He bathed in it. He was like, oh, give me some more of that, baby. Uh, the spell resistance... <laughs> the spell resistance line and or just... What's that? That got weird quick. Yeah, it did. My bad. Uh, the spell resistance line and or the descriptive text of a spell description explains whether or not the spell resistance applies as some spells are not affected by a target creature spell resistance <laughs> you got oh, spell no, resistance wait, no no violence solves everything has a point if if in this game healing spells hurt undead then maybe that that makes sense maybe but we'll Fair. find out later we, we don't know now all we know is the definition of words don't make sense in that sentence. Uh, spell resistance applies even if a given spell also allows the target creature a saving throw. Makes sense. Okay. So you have to, it does make sense, but for, for new people out there, so if, if you're still watching, uh, at this, what, oh, so I Later. not only have to uh, roll above Whatever his number is, what I say your spell. We'll say your spell resistance right. is a fourteen. Now you you got you you improved I'm a couple awesome. levels. Yeah, awesome. I not only have to roll above that fourteen, but he still gets a saving throw on top of it. So no, no, it's not above. It's equal to or above. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like 
if if I if I yeah, if I have a spell resistance, I, I, I have to I have to do two things. I have to yeah. beat your spell resistance, and you get a saving throw. Is my point? Yes, that's true. I'm not trying to math this. If the effects of the spell resistance, if any, okay, the effects of the spell resistance, if any, are applied first, right? Because I have to be. It's no point in him rolling a saving throw if the spell didn't affect him, right? Right. And then the creature may also make a saving throw. In most cases, spell resistance applies only when a resistant creature is targeted by the spell, not when a resistant creature encounters a spell that's already in place, such as Wall of Iron. Right. Uh, I also look case by case. I don't know about this game, but in other games, I look case by case versus if it's an area of effect spell okay. versus... I found a new problem. Okay. I found a new oh. problem. All right. It, uh, that, those, those, that last sentence... Uh, in most cases, in most cases, yeah. In spell most resistance cases, applies, applies only when a resistant creature is targeted by the spell, not when a resistant creature encounters spell. Now, here's 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 my question that hasn't been answered yet. Maybe it will in the next in the next paragraph. But if I am targeted by a fireball and it doesn't get past my spell resistance, does the fireball happen and just not affect me, or does it fail completely? I wouldn't say the spell fails. I'd just say that you aren't affected by it. I don't know, man. I, I think it would fail completely. It's a fireball. I know. Let's but say there's if okay, target, if there's well, you don't usually target a person. My spell resistance, then it failed. Okay, uh, you know what? Let, let's put it that way. Let's use like the light spell. I, again, okay. I don't know how this game does it, but we're talking like the D&D version of light spell where I can either cast it on something or I can just throw it like 60 feet out there, right? If right. you throw it 60 feet out there, I don't care about your resistance. You're, you're right. shiny. Fair enough. But if I try to throw it on your eyeballs, absolutely, your spell resistance would count. And so, then same it, thing with fireball. And then my eyes would not be lit up at all, even though I could still see. No, no, no. That's not the way the light spell works. Light spell would blind you. No, no, you would no, not no. be. You would not no, be blind. No, you're, you're, no, no you're, 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 you're misunderstanding. Uh, I have spell resistance, and mm -hmm. you, you cast light spell on my eyeballs. Mm -hmm. If it got through my spell resistance and my save, it would go off, and I would. Be and you'd blinded. be blinded. Yeah. But everyone else would also see the light, right? coming from my eyes no that's why not because the light spell radiates well i understand it, but that's as well i don't think that's in the description of the light spell the description of the light spell just says it blinds the person if you put it on somebody but well yeah but you know the light spell radiates I, 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 so when i run it i can tell you that when i do the light spell you either cast it on an object for light or out 60 feet out there if you don't want it to follow you if you cast it on something no you're not turning into cyclops with eye beams coming out okay, <laughs> not, well, not walking around yeah, with headlights but, but there, that's, that's my there, there's my problem then, though, right? I mean, if you cast the fireball on me and it doesn't get past my spell resistance, I don't think, according to this, it goes off at all. Well, so let's use your fireball example for a second. Normally, you don't throw a fireball and have it stick on somebody. There's my background on sulfur, whatever it happens to be in this game, and I threw it on you. Ew, gross, poof. You know, usually you just throw it out there, hit the area of effect, right? I would say that if for whatever reason you're throwing you're throwing that fireball on Heathen Dog, I wanted to hit Heathen Dog in the face. I am so mad at Heathen Dog. I want the fireball just to be right here and they go whoosh. And that that's I would say, people have been that mad at me. Yep. <laughs> I would say then yes, the resistance would stop the spell completely. If, okay. If for whatever reason that I put it, you know, next to you, you know, two feet away from you, like right here. I don't want to hear, I want it like a nuclear explosion where we actually blow above the ground a little bit. So I want the fireball right here. Yeah, so then, then my spell resistance wouldn't matter at all. No, because just be like this. Upon, just my well, saving throw. Um, fair yeah. enough. I, I I think that's too rules lawyery for me. I, I I think that's what it says. 
okay it's too rules layer for me i i you know i have to dig into it more but uh personally i'd probably give you both i don't care like i just don't care but but what but to be fair whatever i do for you i would do for the npcs also right so um i get what you're saying so unless it targets you the resistance does not apply that's what darth puts on there i'd rule that the spell failed it never reached the actual point of detonation that's okay the spell resistance only apply with spells that specifically target a person with sr see again that get that gets for my taste this is one of the reasons why i've been moving towards rules light games recently is uh i don't like to have to have these discussions yeah i i i agree that uh spell resistance only applies if if the person with the spell resistance is being specifically targeted the reason being is because if the spell goes off on somebody else it has now been already made manifest it's actual fire now and you are now being engulfed in it only your saving throw is going to help you see i would it's, still give the, i would still give I the read. resistance i understand I, and and i don't necessarily think you're wrong i would still give the resistance bonus because okay. you have it for a reason and it is still magical but but i do get what you're saying yeah okay now that this uh, uh, this components next, i don't care this is typical crap no, that you on, have. no 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 it's the it's oh, the next paragraph here. the last paragraph yep the, we have to do this. The, terms the terms object and harmless mean the same thing for saving throws a creature with spell resistance must voluntarily drop the resistance in order to receive the effect of a spell noted as harmless without the check described above if a spell does not include the spell resistance entry then assume no spell resistance check is allowed Okay, so each spell will tell you if spell resistance is allowed or not. Okay. I don't see how... You know what? I don't know. I don't know. Because I haven't, I haven't read it on the other way, so I don't know. We'll see some spells down here, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, this stuff, I'm not... We've kind of talked bonus, about what some of this fine. is. We don't care. Hey, you know, so sometimes you need bat guano. Sometimes you need a holy symbol. Depends on the spell. It'll The spell will tell you. This All reminds right. me of a video game, and I can't think of which one. It's not an MMO. It's like it's like a single player video game. Like all orcs must die or something. Uh, I got nothing. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's look at a couple of spells. We've been do we've been beating this dead horse for a while here. So let's let's find let's just look at a spell list for a moment here. All right. Cleric uh, level zero cleric spells. You can create some water. You can detect alignment. I get rid of this spell. <laughs> I hate this spell. Uh, I mean, and it's not for castles and crusades. I hate this spell and all of its In manifestations. General, yeah uh detect magic detect poison and, and that's good i'm glad these are cantrips makes sense for those to be or zero level spells orisons whatever the fuck they're called this week uh first aid light wait a minute bandages cures 1d2 damage a zero level spell okay all right this is i know just it's me. only a d2 but i know i know this is just me and this is just max we don't believe that zero level spells should have tangible right uh combat or or environmental effects right yeah we just don't believe that but this I, game, i'm actually okay with the creek water portion of it yeah, yeah it's fine i mean two gallons you're you're, you're not going to save a village but you're not going to die of thirst all right yeah. fine uh i don't like the endure elements i don't like the first aid i don't care about light no th- those have those have far-reaching tangible effects yeah and but you 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 make that you can make that argument for water too, but again, yeah. like 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 we said, we wouldn't have that be a zero level spell. So, but so, if you go to uh, if you if you when you're done over there, skip over the list and go to PDF page one thirty. You don't want to look at certain spells? Not really. 
Uh, we're, we're just going to look at an, an example of a, of how the spell is uh, e explained. So if you scroll down a little bit, scroll down a little bit, there you go. Then we got, uh, what, angelic image, a, a level two idiot spell. Where the hell? It said 130? PDF 130. PDF page 130. Not actual page 130. Fair. Nope. This is 132, but I don't see angelic anything. Okay, it's actually 128. Oh. There we go. Angelic go. image. Angelic image. All right. Now, it says uh, CT of one. And as we remember, that's the, the what? The uh... casting time? Yes, cast time. Thank you. Range of 50 feet. Duration, one round per level. That means you have to concentrate to keep it going. Saving throw, charisma negates. It's a charisma saving throw. Interesting, okay. And if you succeed, it will negate. Spell resistance, yes. That means spell resistance does factor into this. Mm -hmm. And if we scroll down to the next page down, animate dead, right there on the right side, SR, none. I don't keep my spell throw. resistance when I'm a corpse? Yes, exactly. Corpses God. don't have saving throws. Corpses don't have spell resistance. Okay, now I understand why sometimes spell resistance is there. Sometimes it's not because some spells affect inanimate objects and inanimate objects, unless they're magical, do not, well, maybe not, maybe, maybe if they're magical, they don't have spell resistance. Okay. So animal messenger, it. you have a save of none, but a spell resistance of yes. Yeah. Animals, animals are too dumb to save, but some animals do have spell resistance. Does fireball have spell resistance? Well, let's find out. That would be in... This is all alphabetical. Oh, so. okay. Okay, good. C, D... Okay, here. Oh, I F, passed it. F. Uh, yep, fire it. seeds. Fireball. It's on book page 149. Fire, fire, fire trap. 149? Page 149. Stayed. Oh, a little higher. I'm, just, you're, on the, you're on the right page. Oh, oh, there, there okay, there we go. Okay. Uh, casting time of one, which is okay. Range 450 feet. Uh, dexterity save for half damage. Spell resistance, yes. Yes. So hang on. Let's, let's read it. Just see what spell resistance does. Uh, it affects a 40-foot diameter sphere. The fireball follows a straight path, and if it impacts a solid barrier prior to attaining the prescribed range, the impact causes early detonation. If the caster attempts to send the ball through a narrow passage, such as an arrow slit, the character must hit with a ranged attack roll, or else <laughs> the beat strikes the barrier I love and it. detonates prematurely. That's perfect. That's the way oh, it should be done. That is mean. I hope you got good ranged attack. But the, the spell does go. not answer my question. Uh, it just says saving uh, spell resistance. Yes. It doesn't say, is it just the target? And Do this is where I, I would or... just personally say that, yes, it has to beat your spell resistance. And yeah, then you get a save. I would do according that. According to this, look at the first line. With a gesture, the caster sends a small ball of fire hurtling through the air to detonate with a low roar at the height and distance the caster desires, as long as it is within the spell's maximum range. That tells me that it's not meant to be cast on people. It's right. meant to be an airburst. Mm -hmm. And it says SR yes. So that answers my question I had earlier. 
spell resistance apparently does come into question even if you're not the target. Even if you're in the AOE of a spell, you still get spell resistance. Yeah, somebody wrote uh, Indigo Dragon. Yes, I would treat... uh... Uh, it did say the spell resistance works the same as AC, and I and to me, when you put it in that construct, yeah, then, that's yeah, how AC would work as well. Spell resistance all the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. The question answered. I had a problem. They they weren't clear. Reading the reading the description of Fireball, I am now clear. Just want to say for the record, I was running it right from the beginning. You you had it. You had <laughs> the right interpretation from the beginning. Yes. All right. Um, so anyway, that, that was some spells. We, we don't have to go through the rest of this. I think we've covered this uh, pretty well. I wanted to focus on, um, it, and to be fair for people who are like, well, can you talk about some spells? We did that with the seventh printing stuff. You can go look at our seventh printing, or you can just buy the book. That's that's what you should do. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like somebody, because it's not going to be me, to actually watch our magic episode in seventh printing and our magic episode here on eighth printing and tell us like if we have different reactions. Cause I feel like my reaction was very similar in seventh printing. Like I was okay with it at first. And I was like, well, maybe. And I kind of feel that way this one where I'm like, I don't have a problem with the illusionist. Well, maybe there are problems. I don't know. But I, uh, I, I believe I have that same reaction now and then. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, yeah. you hated it then and, and, and yeah. you hate it now. It, uh, it, it was not significantly changed. Uh, the the whole uh, idea of an illusionist uh, was thrown out the window for this game, and they they just they just use the word illusionist for something that's radically different. Well, yes, it, that would be perfect. You have the guy who has a, a, a an SR of twenty jump in front of that little tiny fireball headed toward you, hits him, fizzles. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can do that. Uh, but but even if, it, if if we were to detonate in front of the person with the the highest yeah, R, yeah, detonate in the air, it's fine. And yeah, just it's, that person, you know, yeah, hide behind yeah. that guy, definitely. Right. Yeah, hide behind that dude, definitely. But even if it doesn't affect him, he's got that little ball of uh, of you know he just where the fire just misses him. It's still going to hit the person behind him. Well, no, no. I mean, uh, he doesn't stop the entire spell. But. No, wrong, wrong button. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. Now the, the entire what, the entire forty foot area is not affected by one on, person on, having an SR. This is just for fireball. This is just for fireball. Hear me out. In the description of fireball, it it said it will conform to the area, mm-hmm. and if it hits a barrier beforehand, it will prematurely detonate. Right? Yeah, but you can't dive Hang in on, the way of a just fireball. No. Fine. Sure. Okay. So if you throw it against the wall, ah, it's going to blow up. I'm not done yet. So if a person with an SR of 20 jumps in front of that fireball. Can't happen, but go on. Or, or, or somehow gets in front of the fireball and it prematurely detonates on him. It will detonate outward this way, outward that way, but not behind him in any way. Yeah, well, fire, they can't fire. go through him. The fire literally cannot go through him. No, it doesn't have to go through him. It goes around him. Watch, watch how fire burns, dude. It goes around. It doesn't no, just no, go. No, it is, I can't an go past this. Explosion of fire, an explosion yeah, of fire. Exactly. So here, 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 here's your dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's here's your dude. The fireball mm-hmm. comes from here. It hits him. This area, all the way back here, is free of flame. Absolutely not true. Absolutely true. Look at science. Look you at are science. just dumb. 
No, look at science. I, I explained it like I would to a that's child. Absolutely, Any child would win. I get it, but you don't. That's absolutely that's how they you. work in explosions. That's why that's you're taught. Okay, I guess you're never combat can't, trained. Can't go through the fireproof object. I'm sorry. You're right. It can't go through it, but fire wraps around. It doesn't go, go in a straight line. That's not how explosions yes, work. Sorry. <laughs> so, sorry, okay. brother. Of physics and you, you're having a disconnect. Yeah, fire follows the O2. You're right. No. I can tell you people who are standing behind lots of stuff that still got exploded with shrapnel. Now, if you're right next to it, a little different story, but. No, I wouldn't give them SR anyway. I'd, I'd give that one character, and that is it. Everybody else within the 40 feet is still. Still exploded. I'm not going to let one person protect everybody. Darthic, in this situation, I'd rule that it fizzled. If it hits, if it hits the person, I just don't see a person being able to jump in front of it. Nope, fine enough. But if if it hits a person by accident, and and the SR saves him, I don't think the spell would even go off. I I think that uh, that uh, dark dark Thieke is right. I don't think it would even go off. And this gets too technical for me. But yes, this is kind of what I'm talking about. You can. Just because I stand behind Heathen Dog doesn't mean that I'm not going to get uh, hit by a grenade. Otherwise, All they'd right. tell you to stand behind each other. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Uh, let me bring this over here. I'm just going to slide it back again. What the hell? All right. So uh, with that, that, uh, that concludes our magic section of uh, go ahead and put in your comments... Uh, about what you think about the illusionist because we love hearing your thoughts oh thank you i was just looking for that uh what <laughs> your thoughts are about the illusionist class uh if you want to check out our seventh printing discussion on this as well and see if we have any changes that would be awesome oh, is that as a mage be safe and go for the airbirds over the guy's heads that's uh, right yeah 100 percent. yes 100 percent. right yeah that's what you do there's no argument there Okay, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, what am I missing? Oh, I know what I'm missing. Got to put the other stuff up as well. Go ahead and find us on Discord Locals Redbubble. Buy our stuff, and uh, like like Heathen Dog's tapestry that's behind him. And you can find us on our website, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch, and if you want to donate to us, there you go. Those are the links. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's the best place to donate. That's even better than super chats. And of course, we have our 3,000 subscriber giveaway. Yay. All right. Now, for everyone who's still here, uh, we are going to go into segment two when we're, we're going to talk about dungeon mastering and, and, and what is D&D, &D, you know, when, when is Coke not a Coke, whatever. All right. We're going to talk about that. But first, we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to share my ultimate fail again. <laughs> and this, this time, I'm going to turn it up. So everyone can hear. Boinga. And I'm going to turn up the volume. Okay, this is me being the tactical officer on a starship playing Star Trek Bridge Crew and me taking initiative without my captain's instructions that almost gets us killed. Check it out.
I've still got no audio. And this Wait, time can, it's a, literally no audio. Can no one hear it? No sound. Can't hear. Okay, then I must have shared it incorrectly. That was my fault. Must have shared it incorrectly. Share system audio. There you go. There we are. Okay, should be good now. Oh, yeah. I'm, I got to put on shields, Captain. We got two friends coming. We're showing on their sensors. That was a mistake. Oh, no. Why did you do that? I made horrible decisions. I made horrible decisions. I, I got scared. Oh, God. Holds at 5%. Oh shit. Get us out of here. You're Mr. Sheriff's. Well, fortunately, I'm 34s right now. I work point. Or, you know. Shields at 51%, 48, 47. Hold the 5%. The debris field will make it difficult for the Klingons to detect. All right, sir. I, I, I submit myself for disciplinary action. I have shamed uh, being you. Being in this cruise enough, don't worry. Oh. <laughs> but you should feel shame at least. I, 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 I do feel shame, sir. Ah. All right. Do you want to tell people at the beginning what you were doing wrong there? Okay. Well, what I did wrong was, uh, I activated the shields because I got scared that because the enemy warbird was getting closer. And when you did that, uh, we lit up like a Christmas tree on its sensors. It didn't know we were there un until until I turned the shields on. And uh, yeah, and we almost died. We were at 5% hull when we escaped. So okay. I almost killed everybody. Oh, later on, we died. Make no mistake. But at that point, it was. It would have definitely been my fault. The the, the good news is you only almost killed everybody. <laughs> Didn't actually happen. The illusion was not real. <laughs> there you go. And Mar Hawkman, uh, the 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 shields when you turn them on, they take something like five to seven seconds to actually activate. So once you power them up, that's when you light up like a Christmas tree, and then they started shooting before they actually materialized. So that sucks. I blame the engineer for not giving you immediate power. There you go. It's all the engineer's fault. F that guy. <laughs> right. We are now going to go into segment two. And there's our disclaimer. If you need to be disclaimed, go ahead and pause it and you can read it there. You can find us on Discord, on Locals, on Redbubble. I really need to use Locals more. Got got to do that. Got to use locals more. Well, there we you'll go. have something soon. I'll have something soon. Although we don't have enough space for that. <laughs> locals. Don't worry. Don't worry. I I also have a I also have a program that can condense down the videos to under a gig, a piece. Oh, I'm not worried about that. We'll we'll figure it out. Plus, also, I'd still rather have them be decent quality. Um, oh, yeah, still still decent. Don't worry. We'll, we'll find we'll find a way to get them places where only our wonderful backers can uh, can yes. take a look because you know we don't we don't give our backers enough stuff exactly so here here's what's going to happen with the with the uh, shatteron videos the first video just like any any good dealer first first one's free it's going to be on youtube <laughs> it's going to be on it's going to be on twitch it's going to be on locals you'll be able to get it it's going to be fine 
The next four, you're going to have to be an actual backer. Five bucks on Twitch, uh, five bucks on YouTube, and I don't know how much it is on Locals. I think it's five also. Maybe it's two. Two or five. five. Yeah, you get the other four. And then after watching all those videos, you'll be able to sit down in any first edition Shadowrun game and just play. Just play it. Buy, Buy the book for eight bucks. Play with your friends. There you go. All right. Sounds like fun. Can't wait for that. Uh, I've been waiting for it for a long time, so I don't think it's actually going to happen. I think it's Vaporware. Shadow and 7th Edition is going to be out. <laughs> uh, of course, everything that I'm supposed to be doing on, on my little unboxing and, and page-through table over there hasn't even been touched yet. It's like, oh yeah, I got stuff to do too. Well, the cats just lay up there now. They're like, I don't know what this is for, but I'm going to lay on it. Uh, go a second. Weapon damage is easier. Well, so Heathen Dog had, uh, we had a conversation, actually had a conversation on here with people as well about that, uh, generally speaking, like, what edition is the right edition for a game? And I concluded that second edition is the right edition for a game. Because I feel that the first edition meets the, the creator's intent, but he's got a bunch of mistakes in it. The second edition is where those mistakes are cleaned up. Third edition beyond, that's when things get goofy in most games. Yeah, the, the game changed radically at that point. Yeah. And that's true with pretty much any game that, that I've had my hands on. Yeah, anything um, after second, maybe third edition gets changed radically for some unknown reason. Well, I'm sorry. It's known to somebody. It's just unknowable to me. <laughs> but the first edition of a game usually is the purest form of it, the purest intent of what the creator wanted to do. Unfortunately, just didn't have years and you know hundreds of thousands of playtesters to correct certain things that uh, might have been great right. up in his noodle, but not up in you know the rest of people's. Right. So, but as far as second edition goes, we might do one on second edition. But uh, Heathen Dog decided, you know what? I'm going to go first edition for stuff, and uh, that's where he's going. Plus, if you can get first edition, second edition is a breeze. Yep. Second edition oh. is the same thing, just easier. Yes. Uh, let's see. Do I have it? Oh, and then, of course, we have our 3,000 subscriber giveaway. There you go. Any, all, all of our funds go to the giveaway. Those are the five games we're giving away right now in hardcover. Plus, we're going to have some gift cards and so forth. So if you help us get to 3,000 subscribers, you have the possibility of winning one of those hardcover books. More to come. Oh, yeah. And shipping only to continental United States and APOFPO addresses. Gift cards will be for anybody. All right. <laughs> Did that? See, look at that. I scared Heathen Dog. He's gone now. And uh, I have to ask him a question. I have to ask him, I have to ask him about segment two. We have poss- two possible things to talk about in segment two. The first one we're going to ask, uh, uh, you know, what is Dungeons Dragons? What is it? What does it mean? What does it mean to play or to run or to take part in or to read or, or whatever, Dungeons and Dragons. And then the uh, second part, if depending on how long the first one takes, is we'll talk about, uh, once again, I was dropping a deuce and Google said, hey, you should read this article. I'm like, all right. So I read the article and I was like, oh, this could be something we talk about during segment two. So thank you, Google, for uh, helping me during my deuce time. I think that's what Heathen Dog might be doing right now. So he's not back yet. And we're actually in a segment. I can't cut this out. <laughs> Look at you. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> All right. Sorry. It was, it was inescapable. All right. So, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's going to be, it's not going to be a simple question. It's going to be a, a drawn out question intentionally because awesome. I need to, fr- I need to frame it. Okay. You're hanging out with some friends, which is different than hanging out with your parents. Cause I'm actually going to, you know, add that as well, or maybe not parents, but strangers, whatever. Okay. And your friend says, uh, Hey, think about running some D and D. What, what does that mean to you? What, what does that tell you? What, what are your assumptions and what go beyond the assumptions? Okay. Hanging with my friends. I'm thinking second edition, second edition, okay. AD&D. That's what I'm thinking. That, that, so that's you, what so immediately you, comes to my mind. Okay. So, so if I'm, if I, I, have, I can't talk, I hope I'm a friend, but uh, so if I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about running a and d game. <laughs> okay. So uh, your next door neighbor. No. Uh, so, so the guy you're going to go visit in Missouri says, I want to run a D and D game. I th- I'm thinking about doing this. I got this campaign idea. Are you interested? You're right off the bat saying that's a second edition, a D and D game. Uh, and you are starting to get the character concept idea in your head. Like, hmm, maybe I'll do a wizard. Maybe I'll do. Okay. How about now? Um, let's say you go to a gaming store. I don't know if you ever go to gaming stores. I do on yeah. occasion, but uh, go to a gaming store and somebody's like, hey, we're thinking about starting a D&D campaign. What are you thinking? What, what D&D are you talking about? That, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, there you, okay. Can you more? I need more. Okay. I need more. And why is it that you need more? Because, uh, if I don't, if, if, if I don't know the person, then it could be anything from Beck me to five. I mean, uh, there's still a lot of people that run 3.5, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know a lot of people that still run three, but you know, or, or even heard of a lot of people that still run three, but through 3.5 and five are by far the most common. So that's what I would, that's what I mm-hmm. would immediately think. Like, it's probably going to be 3.5 or five do I want to even engage with this person? (laughs) So, so then that kind of goes to the next part. Well, actually, let me ask one. If some stranger says, Hey, I hear you play D and D or I hear you run D and D. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that he's talking about 3.5 or five. That's okay. Because he doesn't know he's heard things and he didn't specify second edition AD and D, which means he hasn't heard enough. So in all of those, though, every one of those, your answer was somehow Dungeons Dragons. None of it ever came up Call of Cthulhu. None of it came up Battletech. None of it came. Okay. Interesting. Even a stranger. Even a stranger. No, that makes sense. So what do you do if somebody you don't know seems knowledgeable, says, hey, I'm thinking about running a game, a D&D game, and then, you know, Let's just say you go to the next step and like you say you're interested. Let's say it's me. I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about running a D&D game. Now, don't nuance the fact that I would never do this. <laughs> but, you know, like, hey, I'm thinking about running a D&D game. So you're like, hey, I'm thinking second edition AD&D, right? You've already said that. Yeah. And then I start saying, um, but just so you know, I'm not going to allow tieflings. Okay, that means it's not second edition because you wouldn't have to say that. It's like, right. you know, I... Uh, I'm running a game in space and damn it, I'm not allowing any air in space. Like you wouldn't say that. So uh, now I know that you're playing, you're playing fifth edition probably. And I'm going to, I'm going to say I left all the ovens on that day and I can't gum. <laughs> all the ovens on. <laughs> um, okay. 
Is there another way I want to ask this? I don't think so. Yes, uh, there is. There is one more way you want to ask this. Okay. Uh, what? What? Because uh, let's. See. I'm gonna go deeper into some things in I a know, moment but here, but here we go. We have it right here. Uh, right here. Indigo Dragon says DD could also include a lot of OSR games to some people. To some people. Okay. Now, before all of you get weird. I actually wanted to address that, so I hope you don't go too deeply into this. Before all you all you get get weird and try and cancel go to cancel Indigo Dragon and say, what do you mean some people? <laughs> Indigo, I got your back, brother. Got your back. All right. In the for example, in the South, you say I want a Coke. The waitress will say, What kind? And I will She's not stupid. Okay. She's not messing with you. In the South of the United States, especially Southeastern United States, when you say Coke, it's a general word for soda or pop. So you have to specify what kind. So if someone asks you, I want a Coke, and you're in the South, you have to say what kind, because when you bring them a Coke, say, no, no, I wanted a I wanted Mr. Pibb. It's the only Coke I like. It sounds like the person you're speaking to is functionally retarded. It's not. It's a cultural thing. So if someone says, I'm going to play D&D, and they're not saying D&D, they're saying a generic fantasy game, they may not be retarded functionally. They could just be from a culture that generalizes these things. All right? So calm down. And Indigo Dragon, there's a whole bunch of chat here that's that that's that's really coming at you. What do you mean by some people? Don't don't let that bother you. You're not going to be canceled. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I want I wanted to uh, touch on the OSR thing a little bit. What would you do if uh, I were to say, "Hey, I'm gonna run a D and D campaign," and you're like, "Cool, okay. I'm in," and I pull out for Golden Glory? Okay, then uh, I don't trust you as a as a game master. Be, and and you don't uh, you don't understand me as a person or a player. So Why is that? Um, to to not know the difference, you don't trust me to know the difference, and I don't trust you to know the difference between for these for, go, for, for Golden Glory is literally second edition cleaned up. It's actually better it than second edition. It is second edition, not second edition, because the word literally means second edition right it is it is so, second edition with it, the clean it's cleaned up it is figuratively ad and d second edition no not figured then then everything's figuratively ad and d second edition including second edition because it's inconsistent with itself look at the look at uh, how to use a, a net or a lasso listen, listen I, i'm not going to get into english with you you're having troubles now i understand no, i'm not having I'm troubles a, i'm gonna it's, let it go i'm gonna let it go i'm gonna let it go it's inconsistent with itself <laughs> we're moving on it's okay. It is second edition cleaned up. It is that like is exactly second edition only cleaned up. That's what you meant. Okay. Okay. If you want to be pedantic about it, I want, I want to be okay. proud. Okay, Shadzar. I didn't know I was on the stream of Shadzar, but all right. Welcome, okay. welcome, Shadzar. <laughs> uh, it is. Yeah, it is functionally second edition, right? It is. Okay, you know, I can go it, it is second edition. I, nope, but I'm I not. I, I, can, I, I can get behind that. Okay. But I, I'm I'm not going to use terms that you want. I'm going to use terms that people use. Oh no no, I'm I'm, so. I'm using actual English. Okay. Yeah. So am I. So am uh, I. It is second edition. In your case, it is second no. edition. No. It is. No, I have it. I've read through it. Not. It is second edition because it's called something else. 
that doesn't matter. It is still oh, second edition. Oh, the proper name for something doesn't matter. I'm sorry. No, it I doesn't. It proper that. name doesn't matter if it's functionally the same thing. <laughs> no, sorry. Okay. Uh, well, then again, I didn't realize I was going to be talking to Shadzar here. I guess you and Shadzar agree that it has to be called perfection in order for it to be right, which is not true. Osric uh, no, 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 is I first edition. Shadzar that that if you say D&D and you pull out for Golden Glory, you're not playing D&D, you're playing for Golden Glory. I, I agree with that. Now, what I'm saying is that some people, yes, Mac, uh, Max Boyven <laughs> is correct. Uh, I, I agree that 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 some people culturally will say D and D and mean something else. It it doesn't mean they're they're trying to bamboozle you. It just means that they they you know have a general fan. They they, they believe D and D is a general fantasy trope, and which many it, games which fall to, under it, that umbrella. Which it is to a big degree. D and D needs a lot of things. And and that's actually, that's actually part of the problem of Dungeons and Dragons is it is so it's too ubiquitous. Yeah. Yes, and it's there's nothing necessarily wrong with it. But if Heathen Dog were to say, now I already know what Heathen Dog would do, so it's it's not uh, necessarily him. But if somebody would come to me and say, hey, I'm going to run a D and D game, first thing I would ask is what edition. That's the first thing I'd ask. Yeah. And then if somebody were to say, hey, uh, I'm going to play second edition, I'd be like, okay, so with what? <laughs> second edition has too much splat. It, it absolutely has the, like, again, let's just use, and, and the reason why I harp on this one is because I ran into it very recently, is the whole, uh, how to use a net, how to use a lasso. Well, if you use the ninja's handbook, it's one rule. If you use a player's handbook, oh, it's not written there. If you use the second, if you use the fighter's handbook, it is written there. So you have to actually start digging for stuff to find it. Um, you know, Osric, for example, uh, is old school. I forget what it stands for, but it's basically, it's, a, it's first edition. Takes the first edition stuff and puts it all in one book. Is it exact literal translation, one for one, word for word? No, but it takes it, it cleans it up. It is functionally first edition. If you were to run Osric uh, with somebody, unless that person is has memorized every page, every it would little thing, feel like they're playing first edition. Not just feel like it would be first edition okay. because it is the rules of first edition. No. Um, yeah, yeah, well, actually, this is what this is based on, Baron. This conversation is based on that. Yes. Uh, he was the one doing most of the trolling. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, but, but, and he was the one that, um, that made, so, you know, him and, and the other guy made some of the points. Like, it doesn't matter what you think it is, it doesn't matter what you want it to be. A communication isn't just about the sender, it's also about the receiver. And, when I just say there are some common, uh, I don't want to say vernacular, but we'll, we'll go with that. There are common words, common ways of saying things in order to get a point across. If I'm talking to my mom or if I'm talking to some stranger, you know, about my hobby, I just say I play D and D. Yeah, I, I do. I play games like Dungeons and Dragons because everybody knows what it is. Uh, if somebody starts asking real questions, then I dive a little deeper. So it's all based on the person who I'm talking to, talking with about it, because that's really what it comes down to. Okay. It, so, so the level of your communication will be more specific depending on the the perceived knowledge of the recipient. Absolutely, that's how you talk okay. about anything Excellent. with like mechanics. Uh, that's how Excellent. you talk yes. about. I agree. Okay. Uh, so, it is possible now. Would I be okay with somebody saying, "Hey, I'm going to run a D and D game," and then pull out a Shadowrun book? No. <laughs> Wait, because, hold on. No, no, no. Number one, that means that they they have a 
an absolute lack of knowledge of you in any way. Why are they even asking you <laughs> to, to play D&D? They, they, they don't know you at all. And, and two, if they do know you, that means they, for some reason, didn't care or purposefully obfuscated what you were actually playing because you they should know you understand it. Right, right. Um, now, I wouldn't have too much heartburn if somebody said, hey, I'm going to run a cyberpunk game and then pulled yeah, out Shadowrun. That, that, that's a because genre. It's, yeah. It's because it is, yeah, because cyberpunk is actually a genre. Right. So uh, that person could pull out. There's a, there's a couple others out there that I've actually never got my hands on. But, uh, you know, if somebody were to pull out a horror game and say, hey, I'm going to run a horror game. Well, that could be something as common as Call of Cthulhu. And I have actually heard this. Hey, I'm thinking about running a Call of Cthulhu game, but uh, using a, a different engine. I don't exactly know what that means because I don't do the Call of Cthulhu stuff. Does that mean you're still keeping tentacles in there? Or does, I mean, well, it, is it just an investigative horror game because there are a lot of different ones? But that's fine. But, it, but the, what it did is it did the proper thing. It put in my head the theme and the concept of what the person was yeah, going to do. But what it, what it didn't tell you was the actual game, the actual game, you know, mechanics that you'll be using. That's not, it didn't tell you that. It's not necessarily important. It could be, but it's not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's a, it's, it's a call of Cthulhu game, but I'm, I'm using different rules. Okay. What rules using five E fuck off. Well, right. No, no, but exactly. But that's, that's why you start asking more questions or whatever. As the first initial words that people say it wouldn't bother me at all because it invokes already yeah. oh you, you you know what call of cthulhu is or, or you know we've talked whatever yeah i'm thinking about doing a call of cthulhu like game but with a different uh yeah. uh call different of cthulhu like game yeah. that me okay this this person isn't lying to me and they're giving me a genre they're, they're, i wouldn't think the person's idea. lying to me even by saying i'm going to run call of cthulhu yeah yeah and, and, then, then, and, then, and then pull out you know pull out uh what uh mage you know like what <laughs> Nope. It's a bit of, that's a bit of a stretch, but I mean, I wouldn't but, think the yeah. person's lying to me because I, I believe that the person's trying to evoke something. Like, okay, you're, you're trying, you're trying to evoke a picture, you're trying to evoke an idea um, uh, of of what somebody's doing. So now he that goes away when I was going to ask him some specific questions. No, I'm sorry, I had to sneeze. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh, so then that goes to the next one. Like, what questions, if any, do you ask, if any? Like, if somebody were to say, "Hey, I'm thinking about running a D and D campaign. You might be interested in playing one." Okay, if, if if I didn't know the person well, I'd say what edition. Okay. And uh, if if they responded with anything but an edition, I would say thank you, no. Because I don't trust them to hold my socks, let alone run a game. Like what my what I mean is is like I'm I'm thinking about playing a D and D game, and I respond with what edition. Sword and wizardry. Thank you, no. I left the ovens on. Okay. Bye. Enjoy my go. great game of D and D, because it is it's again it's D and D. It's just got a different book cover. Functionally the same, yes. So you're worshiping at a book cover like Shad's are. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yes, I'm you just, are. I I I just when when you it's I feel more bait and switched when people do that. If it was if somebody came out with uh, with BattleTech miniatures, I agree with you. Well, you know it. That's it's, a literally a whole different genre and type of game. That, but that, that, if it's functionally the same, it's thing, the same. Yeah. But to, to me, it feels the same bait and switchy. Is it because you don't know those games? No, no. It's, it's, huh. it's because someone said one thing, got me interested, and pulled out another thing. So even though the rules are the same, even though you'd be rolling the same dice for the same reason, the same thaco, 
the same whatever, you would feel bait and switch because of a title cover. I would actually be more enticed if they said for Golden Glory instead of D&D and then pulled out Golden Glory. I, I would be more enticed to play that. Like, okay. that That's just me. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I have the game, so I mean, I like it if somebody just said for Golden Glory. But if I were to sit at somebody's table, like, all right, we're gonna play second edition, we're gonna make characters, so on and so forth. The person pulled out pulled out for, for Golden Glory book wouldn't bother me at all. Okay. If the person pulled out an Ostrich book, I'd be like, that's actually first edition, not second edition. Did you know that? I'd still play because I, I like generally like the BX first edition, second edition entire sphere. Okay. But uh, that's fine. But uh, now again, if you were to pull out a. Uh, um rips yeah rips <laughs> wait what oh, oh palladium fantasy i mean i like yeah. palladium fantasy but i'd be like wait a minute not not you said it was gonna be a D game oh yeah, yeah we're playing D. we just use palladium fantasy that i might you know to be fair though depending on how new the person is i might not actually be pissed off i'd be pissed off if it was you because i know you know you know the yeah. difference i'd right. be you know but if it was somebody else be like oh uh how often have you played this game oh the, i've been playing this game for 20 years Oh, I thought you were saying you're playing Dungeons Dragons. Oh man, this game's the same as Dungeons Dragons. I, I that actually wouldn't bother me as much as maybe as it should because okay, if the guy's been playing for a long time, the, it's got a table of people that know what's you know what's going on at the game, and they just use that term because they're weird. It just won't bother me. Yeah, this is, Indigo says is D shorthand for fantasy RPG in some places. Yes, yes, yeah. but like, like I said earlier, just just the same way that Coke is is shorthand for any soda. I think this is uh, this is right right here. I play with someone who's not really into RPG. I just say D and D. Otherwise, a little more specific. Right, and yeah. then here's here's Matt. Thank you very much uh, much for the five dollars craft. Yep. HD is an elite gamer. He's tried playing the general hobbyist gamers, and they just don't you know, understand his dedication to the craft of role playing. As a matter of fact, with with this five dollar comment, Max now must make the the, the the shirts we talked about last week professional game master apprentice i don't have room for him. master journeyman professional game master master i charge this much per hour i i don't have room for him damn it <laughs> once once i find some space for him there's a couple of shirts i'm thinking about getting rid of because they don't get many clicks but but if no the i i'm just offended at the bait and switch thing i really am Be but if it's the same game it's a bait and switch it's functionally the same game yes but you should have said, but that it doesn't doesn't matter that it's functionally the game. It's the same fucking game. It is the same game. If you were to bring your second edition books, it would be the same rules. Just these are cleaner. That's okay. It. So the same you, rules. You could bring, you could bring your same your second the edition book. Same thing, but you can have a but. We're not doing freaking pika science here, where we okay, got to get I'm down not, to point zero 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 one. Personally, me, I would leave just because of the bait and switch. If, okay. if you came out and said for gold or glory, or if, if you came out and, and said Savage World riffs instead of just riffs, and then and then I sit down and say, oh, no, we, we play Savage World riffs. Dick. I would walk away in, in disgust and, and piss on your grave when you die. Okay, maybe so that, that, would, that would bother me. But I wouldn't, I mean, I, I don't have the same reaction. It's still, I mean, as much as I don't like it, it's still riffs. Even Kevin says it's riffs. Yeah, well, you know, I don't, I don't believe it, but okay. No, I, I to be fair, neither do I. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why a title of a book has to have that much power over anybody. That that's what 
That's why I guess I don't get about this entire thing. No, you know, no, somebody... no. Here's the thing. I mean, use the title. Use use the title of the game you're playing, and 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 then I'm, I will. Have you already talked about I... it. Then, then you should have the same heartburn over Coke. I do. I hate it. Oh, okay. I I, I remember. In in no way did I say I agree with that. <laughs> in no place during this conversation do I do I agree with 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 Southern culture as saying Coke is a general thing for all soda. No, the only reason I say soda is because I I I trained in Texas. I lived in Biloxi for a long time. I stopped saying pop like a good Northerner. All right. That's I it. hate the word pop. I didn't even use it when I well no I did growing up, but uh, yeah, I, I I've, I've never I never liked pop. I was actually one of the people in high school that still called it soda. So, yeah. Uh, here we go. Oh, you, you didn't bring the right books. Yeah, yeah. You you said we were playing. We were you were playing second edition ED. I brought my second edition AD player's handbook, and then you yeah. pull out. Why this. did Why didn't you ask so you could bring the right books? Because you told me it was AD and D. <laughs> you told me it was second edition D and D. Thing is, is you could bring those books and they'd still work. Well, almost. The only the only thing that for Golden Glory does is it clears up the inconsistencies. When one thing says one thing here, one thing says another thing there, and people are like, which one is it? How do we do it here? It's actually got just the one thing. Right. And then, but my whole life I've been playing the other thing. So I have a different... The house rule. No, no, because it's in the book, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get into that too, of, uh, house rules. No, no, but it, in, in your example, in second edition AD&D, this one rule contradicts itself here and here. Well, I've been using this, <laughs> but no, we actually disagree on this. Only has this one. Really we sure actually disagree on this. I, 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 yes, yes. Point counterpoint. Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> and if you don't understand that, that's an old Saturday Night Live reference yeah. when it was still good. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, if I'm talking to Heathen Dog, I'm, pr I'm pretty accurate about what uh, I want to say because I know he knows a lot of games. I'm just, and I'm not even saying that I would ever be one to say. I, I couldn't picture myself saying I'm going to play D and D and then pull out Sword and Wizardry. I could, I couldn't see myself doing it. No, because if you know anything about me, <laughs> like where he's arguing about the whole word thing, I, I am like that about no, I'm playing Sword and Wizardry. However, if I'm talking to somebody I don't know, let's say I'm going to a game store, and there's some people that are like we're really looking for a D, uh, uh, somebody to to run a D and D game, and we we just want to play some D and D. Like, all right, are you into old school D and D? Oh yeah, we heard, heard some stuff about it. This never happens. But if uh, if it was, okay, I could run it. I would still have no problem bringing my sword and wizardry book. Say, okay, this is cleaned up D and D. It is D and D. It is the experience of D and D. But we're playing this because I like it better and it reads better. And if they're like, well, no, we just want to play D and D, I'd be like, um, that's what this is. But this is. It's not a better version of it because it is D and D. It's just cleaned up. It's functionally the same. Yes. So yes, functionally, functionally the the the, the same as D and D. They're like, but I want to play D and D. Well then, then, then how about this? Fine. Then put a then they put a wrapper over this cover that says D and D because you are. I'm just my D and D books are broken. This one isn't. I'm not traveling with my D and D books. All right. Uh, Teacher for D and D. Yes. There you go. Now, ultimately, D &D, Heathen Dog D &D is, is most people's Coke. Yes. But ultimately, D uh, Heathen Dog's right in the regard of, uh, hey, I, I wouldn't feel a bait and switch, but it, it is a point of, can we be accurate about what we're talking about? Yeah. Because Especially, if you ask me to do something, 
I, I want, I want to know exactly what you want me to do before I say yes. And if, if you say, if you say, I want you to do this and then later on say, oh no, it's this, then I feel like you, you're just screwing with me for no reason. But that could be because I am more knowledgeable about it. And the, the general, the general person that, that believes D and D is a, is just a Coke, you know, then I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. And, and, and basically that's where I fit in as well. So, all right. So once again, somebody said, Hey, I'm going to run a D and D game. And you're like, all right. And the person pulls out the D and D books. And you're like, all right, cool. He didn't bait and switch me. Right. Right. Sweet. So now I'm going to, now I'm going to ask some lightning round questions. Not quite okay. lightning round, but, uh, Oh no, I had one more. I wanted to ask before this. Oh, I thought we were getting in homebrew. Um, We'll do that next. There's there's one more. Is is okay? Should someone need? And I have the word need underlined here. Should someone need to have to ask for further details? Yes. With that specific let let's play D and D question, obviously yes. And as a matter of fact, uh, with with most games that have been around for more than five years, yes. Because they, they've gone through at least two or three editions, and the later editions have no bearing on the earlier ones. Or people have magazines, or what I'm finding out with Rifts right now, is like the streams the other night, people kept saying, when well, Rifter number 31, I'm like, I have literally zero, okay, I have one Rifter if you want to call it that, it's the it's the April Fool's Rifter, I don't yeah, call yeah, it, the, consider the that. five Rifter, yeah. Yeah, the 9.5, yeah. yeah. But I don't have any Rifters, and I will not buy any Rifters, I have no care for Rifters, it's like Dragon Magazines, I only got them when they were on uh, CD. Uh, it's not that I think it's bad writing or anything. It's just, I don't need them. So if somebody clear, well, Gary, Gary Gygax clarified something in dungeon number 14. I'm like, I don't care that they didn't make it to the book. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think there is a need for clarification because when you start to find out that somebody's running, running the game, it doesn't matter what it is. Even if Heathen Dog's saying, I'm going to run a second edition AD&D game, I'm going to be like, okay, uh, what world? What's, uh, what uh, setting? Well, no, what, I mean, uh, is, it, is, it, is it the black cover books? You know, Is it combat tactics? Because Nobody uses those. Hey, don't <laughs> yeah. say that. I know. Don't I know. say that. <laughs> Nobody should use those. That, that's a, true, a truer statement I've never heard. I didn't but, see who was posting it. I don't think it was just you. I think there are a few people saying that certain things were clarified in different ones. But hey, I mean, it's, it's a good resource for information. I'm not against it. I'm just saying I, I don't have it. Like, but that's what you have to know. Tanks play Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay is not a war game. is literally impossible. Oh, well, again, Shares had me make a Gravedigger at one point, so. Uh, but, uh, okay, so I, I do feel that as well. And that's the thing. That's what communication is about. So yeah. I, I just want to tell you on a, on a, I don't want to say on a personal level, on a very particular level, I actually agree. Use the right term for the right job. Yeah. I, I actually agree that for gold and glory, I don't know. That's a tough one because I still haven't found any idiosync, any real major changes in it. Like, but that well, for Golden Glory isn't Dungeons and Dragons just because the title of the book is different. It really is, though. I mean, that's just it's like it's so close to me. I don't care about the point zero one percent because you could actually look at the green books versus the black books versus the versus the main uh, cover with the dude driving through the fireball, and you're going to find differences. Does that make the green books not Dungeons and Dragons anymore? I mean, it is second edition AD and D. It's what it says on the cover. It has clarified some of the rules. It has rewritten them, uh, just a few small ones, but it did rewrite them for clarity's sake. Does that make it not D and D? No, still makes it D and D because it's what it's called. Yeah, see, I, I don't care about titles. Titles are okay. I, I I care about proper names. 
Sally. <laughs> that's a fa- that's a failing on your part because proper name proper names change and that's that's unfortunately something that sucks uh, for even me. Uh, but uh, proper names get reused different ways. I've had people. Oh, oh my god. Uh, how's your Ford doing? I don't have a Ford. I mean, I do now, but this is in the past. I'm like, I don't have a Ford. No, your truck. I don't have a truck. How's your car, man? Oh. Thank you, know. you. Yes, I do have a car, and it's, yeah. it's a green Saturn piece of shit. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. Never had a green Saturn. None of my Saturns are shit. Um, Wait a minute. But, I thought you had a green, green shitty Saturn in, in Okinawa. I thought it was a green shitty Saturn. No, in Okinawa, I had a... Uh, oh, the, the shitty Saturn I had was shitty because of what the person did to it. But that yeah. was... Uh, yeah, that was in Germany when I first got to Germany. Yeah. yeah. Was it green? No, it was silver. Ah, damn it. I thought it was green. All right, I got either, the color wrong. Sorry. Yeah, either way. Um, but uh, but sometimes that's just how people identify things. And when I'm like, are you sure you're talking about me? It's more about, did I did I run a stop sign here? Am I going to... What's, what, what happened? Yeah. You know? Did, did but, I have uh, a stroke? I mean... What did I miss something? So, uh, anyway, my my point being is that uh, sometimes it isn't necessarily just the title on the book. Um, I'm trying to think because I had one happen recently and I can't remember what game it was. Where I was like, "What?" And it wasn't the same game, but we were actually talking about the same game. And I don't remember what it is now. Mm. Anyway, let's move on. So here we go. Let's 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 go to uh, now. You're you're at a table. Each one of these are individual scenarios. They're not stacking on top of each other. Got it. I, I have to say that because we're just going to pretend for the sake of argument that I'm running D&D. You're envisioning okay. it second edition. I'm, edi- I'm envisioning it rule cyclopedia. All right. In between these questions, I'm clearing my mental palate so as yep. not to have them cloud each other. Go ahead. All right. Perfect. You're playing D&D and all of a sudden you find out they're aliens. Gray men. We'll even go gray men. Okay. Are you playing D&D? Nope. Even if you're still rolling D20 with Thacko and... Correct. I'm not playing okay. D&D anymore. I, okay. I, I'm, I'm now playing Rifts. Even because, all I, because I was in D&D until the aliens came. I must have fallen through a rift. Even the old aliens are still riding horses. They're using character classes, kits. Yep. Swinging swords. They just hey, happen to look weird. It's a multiverse, baby. I fell through a hole. Oops. Okay. Um, all right, clearing palette. Clearing palette. Starting over again. Right. Hey, in in my game, I don't use the the Vance system of magic. Uh, I use spell points. So use okay. fifty spell points, and each each spell level costs a point. Okay. You 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 didn't say what game we're playing. No, it's always no no no. For, okay, so for this, oh, it's, it's always going to be it's always okay, okay, I, I was just, clearing just, completely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just there are no more aliens. Don't worry about the aliens thing. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh, since I don't know of any iteration of D&D that, that uh, commonly uses spell points, I'm going to ask, uh, what, what game are we playing? Really? Uh, second edition AD&D. Oh. Would you like me to show you the spell points on screen right now? Sure. Uh, is... Oh. Oh, I, mean, I don't think I have that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He tried to he tried to trick no, me. It didn't it's, work. It's, oh, it's a black book. You said no one plays that. I'm, it's still sec- I'm just I'm being pedantic oh, okay, about it. It's okay. still second edition. Okay. I just choose to use this part of it. You're going um, to hell for this. You know that, right? I, I should too. 
Oh, it's play, uh, maybe it's in the player's option book. Uh, but yes, there is a spell point version of uh, of this nonsense okay. that right. I disavow, by the way. Yeah. See, I would say this is less D and D than the aliens thing. That's for sure. Uh, dwarves, barjors, character kits, weapon fishing, not weapon fishing, psionics. New schools of magic. Maybe it's not in the city. Anybody know which? Uh, Everyone uh -oh. say hello to CBK Ply because he's going on a five minute timeout. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and now everyone say goodbye. I, I Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't know which book it's in because I use it so never. Like, I literally use it never. Um, but it is in one of the books and it's in one of the three that I have. So maybe it's in the, in the players. Okay. Then. Uh, but again, being pedantic then, about I, it, I, I am. Then no one baited and switch me, but I would, I would decline. No, I, I, I would rather not play under that rule system. Fair, and and that was actually kind of the point that I wanted to make on that one because I didn't actually think you're going to be so bait and switchy on that. But the fact that you were helped this out because that's a perfect example of that's by the definition yep. of AD need. Yep. That is it. Yeah. But I would I would feel more bait and switched by that than somebody coming out with for Golden Glory. No, no I, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. I, I'd be disappointed. You know, oh, I'd be mad. I'd be okay, like, that's not D&D. I, <laughs> I, I, I will tell you that even though that has D&D on the cover, that is not D&D. <laughs> I'm too scared to comment now. <laughs> it's a five-minute timeout. Nobody died. <laughs> All right. Clear okay. palette. Keep going. Clear palette. Again, D&D. All right. In my world, there are psionic bug people. Okay. You okay with that? Yep. But not the, but not the gray men that do the same thing. No, I'm I'm fine with that because psionics is part of many D and D iterations, and uh... so, so, but it's, you know psionic bug people. Okay. Well, uh, what do mind flares look like to you? They're not character class. You can't be one. Well, you didn't say character class. Oh. Fair, fair enough. Okay, player okay. care. You can you can be a sonic oh. bug person. Oh, then then we're then I'm I'm thinking we're we're playing some kind of five E iteration, and I decline. Well, it's Dark Sun. It's Dark Sun. Okay, I don't like Dark Sun either. So. I, I I but but is yes. it D D? It is. I'm not mad. I decline. I'm disappointed in you for playing Dark Sun, <laughs> and I, I don't want to be a part of it because I don't feel like getting shit on me. So I I don't want to play in a pool of shit. Yeah, see, Indigo, Indigo Dragon knows there is. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I read Dark Sun one time and went, no, <laughs> thanks, no. I don't, I don't know about Expedition, so I actually don't know what that is. So, uh, Sadix is an abomination. I agree completely, especially after Heathen Dog was able to show how he could stop the the Cataclysm on Kryn with a twelfth level Psionicist. That's true. Yeah, you really can. You really can't. Uh, Maybe that should be a video. How to stop the cataclysm. Yeah. Second edition AD&D psionics is so OP as to be unplayable after sixth or seventh level. All right. Clear the palette. Clear the palette. Okay. Good. All right. I'm running a D&D game. But it's in space. No gray men. There'll be, there'll be orcs and, and uh, we'll probably have some guns. No, I'm calling bullshit on that one. Okay, Spelljammer. I, I know Spelljammer, you know what it was. Come on. It's got D, I, it's got D, &D on the cover. 
it does have DD on the cover, but come on now. Spelljammer, guns. I'm playing DD with guns. Starfinder. Yeah, the... <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm playing DD with guns. The any normal person would would picture an AK-47 held by a dwarf going, get some, get some, and think <laughs> you're homebrewed so much you're playing a completely different game now. I don't know the powers from the Black Book version. I think uh, at I'm, that I'm time, talking about the, the Psionics uh, Handbook. Psionics Handbook. Yeah. I'm talking about the Psionics Handbook. Uh, all right. Um, hey, I'm going to run D&D, but uh, just so you know, I, I get rid of a lot of the races in my game. So you can't play a halfling. Uh, also, a lot of the creatures that you used to aren't there. I make my own homebrew creatures. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the closest thing to that would be like you know, Dragonlance. You can say no. Yeah, I have no. Yeah. Or, I have no orcs and halflings. Right. So that's fine. Um, all right. Cleave the palette. Yeah, hippo people. Exactly. I hate those fucking the gif. Yeah, the gif. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Hey, so we're gonna play D and D, but I need you to roll up two extra stats. One is comeliness. The other one, I forget the fucking name of it. <laughs> comeliness uh, and uh... it's like fear. It's basically it's a it's a it's like a fear check. Okay. I forget what it's called. It's like stability or something like that. I forget what it's called. No, th these are both based off charisma. Com comeliness and something else. Well, well, comeliness is. It is based off charisma, but no, they, what I'm saying is there's, there's another stat that uh, I forget what the name of it. We'll just go with comeliness for now because I wrote the other one down as question mark because I was going to look it up before I did this and I forgot. And you forgot um, to. Okay. But, but to come, I'm going to add comeliness into the game. Okay, yeah. If you, if you say uh, uh, six stats and plus two more, I'm going to say, you sure this is d and it's, it's, not, it's not morale. It's called something else. I forget the name of it. Um, it, was, it was something like, it was basically the equivalent of horror factor. But it wasn't called that. Courage, maybe. Okay, here's one. Okay, we're gonna play Dungeons. No, 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 no. You, you didn't answer. What, 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 what flavor of D and D was that? Oh, just, just come. Uh, comeliness is from first edition. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Oriental Adventures, I think, is where it started. Really? Yeah, it's big in Oriental Adventures. Yeah, it's an important. It's actually a very important attribute. Um. Clearing the palette, and now we go. So uh, I like to make my games quicker, simpler. There's only one saving throw. You just have saving throw based on your class, your race class level. That's a big homebrew, but okay. It's also the homebrew called Basic Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay, basic. All right. So, yeah, I've, I've only played basic a couple of times. So a lot of a lot of people are trying to bring that back. I understand. Um. Uh, all right, now, now we're getting to the stuff that we've kind of already talked about. I'm going to run Dungeons & Dragons. Well, actually, we, we specifically talked about this one. Uh, we'll run Dungeons & Dragons, but uh, I'm going to use the rules from Osric. Or I guess, uh, since we're talking second edition, for Golden Glory. So we're running for Golden Glory. Yeah, but I just call it second edition because that's what it is. It's just easier for people to get. Okay. All right. Uh... If this person doesn't know me very well, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> if this person does know me, it's like, you're purposely being a dickhead. Fuck yeah. off and die. So, so there is a point in there. I thought you were going to say more. There is a point in there where you're like, all right, I can, I can tolerate this. 
Yeah, yeah. It's I not mean, accept. You can tolerate. Yeah, I can tolerate. I mean, I may not accept. I, I could, I could tolerate. I mean, you know, as 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 long as we're sticking to the rules of of the D and D game we're playing. And, and, and you're welcome. You're welcome to bring your second edition books. If on the off chance we find a, a difference between the two, just know that this one's going to win. But uh, we're we're just not going to do okay. that. Yeah. Uh, if 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 we're sticking to the rules of 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 second edition, or or I'm sorry, if you're sticking to the rules of the edition of D and D we're playing, and and you're not you know getting away from the from the fantasy trope, which which you know D and D should be in. Unlike Spelljammer, which doesn't actually exist, <laughs> then yeah, it's fine. You know, it's fine. But uh, when when you start saying you know dwarves with AK forty sevens wearing wearing flak vests, you know, say, saying kill the commies, then I'm gonna I'm gonna leave and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bash you to your well, parents. It's, it's hippo people that dress up like the Ottoman Empire, actually more like Prussians. Uh, they dress up like Prussians and they shoot arquebuses. Yep, but and uh, I'm going to tell the police that you have kitty porn on your computers. What? Do you, uh, does your Golden Glory book have a holders and mind flayers? Oh no, then it's not two e. <laughs> there you go. It might. They're just called something else. Apparently, yeah. names don't matter. Yeah, they they would have to be called something else. Yes. But and the last question I have on here is, in a general sense. General sense. Is Castles and Crusades Dungeons and Dragons? No. Even though people say that this is what the third edition of D&D was supposed to be by Gygax's own hand hey, or some crap. You know what? This is what something was supposed to be doesn't actually make something is. Right? So, there you go. Uh, Castles, Castles and Crusades um, I think is is a good game overall. Except, of course, for the illusionists and the, and the assassin hate. Um, uh, I I think is is a is a good game, and uh, if I were playing it, it it would feel like a like a first edition D and D. It would a D and D. It would it would feel like that to me. I wouldn't call it that because you know it's not, but it would feel like it. So yeah, fine. But I would I would like someone to say the actual name of the game we're playing before I agree to play it. I think that's the whole thing. Like it, uh, but but everyone everyone says this is what third edition should have been. But guess what? Well, people have said that about a couple of different games. To be fair, well, yeah, but, I have Adventures so, Dark and Deep that says this is based on Gygax's note. We have Castle and Crusades that says this is what it should be, and so forth. Yeah, but you know, I, it, I tell you that Hyperborea is third edition. <laughs> yeah. See, guess what? All of that, all of that is a lie because third edition is third edition, and it's different than so, all of the games we're referencing right now. That question right there is for E D and D. No, it is not. Technically, yes. But see that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's timeouts over. Hey, um, timeouts over. There you go. Welcome so, back, everyone. So that, say everyone say hi to Ply. So that, that's one of the things that uh, that that I, I just. I guess I'd say I'd see I see a bit differently because while I do want technical terms being used and I do want things to be identified correctly, I sometimes things that think that stumbling over ourselves, worrying about that, um, unless there's something that is just that it, that really makes it, it has to be this way because of this. And so, like the OSR games, when they say that they're D and D clones, so that's not a clone, that's not real D and D. 
it runs the freaking same as D&D with a tweak. It's like a house rule D&D. I don't care that somebody calls it D&D. It doesn't matter to me at all because I'm still going to be rolling my D20. I'm still going to be rolling versus usually uh, descending armor class. Sometimes it's it's ascending, which uh, I ha- take umbrage with that. But then okay. again, th- there are a lot of other people who don't, who are perfectly okay with that. I take umbrage with because D&D shouldn't have ascending armor class. Whether ascending is better or worse, I don't care. Ascending is better. It's objectively better. You can do more with it. It is easier for people to understand, but that's that ruins the spirit of Dungeons and Dragons to me. So I say it's not D&D. I don't care what's on a cover. Okay? It, 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 it only matters in the most technical sense of like, okay, what am I really doing here? But if I'm just having a generic conversation with somebody, I don't care that everything's D&D. I don't care that every giant stompy robot game is Battletech. I don't care that every uh, uh, every futuristic get a uh, what do you call it uh post-apocalyptic uh crazy space thing is warhammer 40k even though i i might like it you know a different game better right it it, it puts the visual out there it's I not get- a, it's not a reason to go on twitter and write a you know a five thousand word you know uh you know multi-tweet <laughs> to people uh to get their head on straight i don't care I only care when when it comes down to the specifics of like, no, you're wrong to get my brain wrapped. All right. You're wrong about this because you said uh, uh, I'm rolling 2D10. But in this game, we actually roll a D20. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, you're actually talking about this other game. Well, now that I have that clarity, we can move forward. Outside of that, it just it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. For uh, for I understand everything you're saying. But uh, if you if you. I'm going to I'm going to exaggerate a little bit just to get my point across. If you say, hey, Brett, guess what? I'm I'm gonna give you a free Ferrari. I'm gonna be sweet, dude. I want a free Ferrari. And you drive up and give me the keys to a Fiero that has been kitted out to be a Ferrari. It's not a Ferrari. It's a it's a Fiero with someone bought the Ferrari kit for. Now it's still a free car, right? I mean, that 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 would be your thing. It's still a free car. And in this example, it was like you're still playing a game. And it looks like a, it looks like a, for a kind of like a Ferrari and it runs kind of like a Ferrari. So, you know, why not? Right. Me. I'd be like, thank you for the car, but dude, why, why'd you call it a Ferrari? It's a Fiero, but it's had the kit. It's functionally the same. No, man. No, not even that. I mean, it's similar. So, so I'll go, I'll go. Yeah, that reminds me of the dumbass arguments. Actually, yours is a better one, but uh, dumbass arguments. When people used to have the, the Mustang versus the, what was the Mercury version of the Mustang called? Capri. Yeah. I think That's I not a Mustang. It's, it's the only difference is the stamp on the back. It's the same body shape. It's the same engine. It's the same. That is the same car. No, it's not. Yes. Yes. That is the same car. And if somebody wants to argue with that, you because no, I actually had a no, Mustang. I, I did. I get it. I get it. But but the problem is that you told them it was something, and they got it in their head. They visualized the thing you said, and then you come up with something else. Yeah, I, that's being pedantic. No, it's not. It's like it. it it's it's like a, uh, for for Christmas, your father promised you a PS Five. Hmm. And he comes out with the latest Xbox instead. You still play games on it. Right. Right. I, I get, the example I can use from my life is I asked for an IBM PC computer back in the day and I got a Tandy. 98% compatible. I could do almost everything on the thing and technically it was a better computer. 
mm-hmm. internally it was a better computer than the IBM PC PC Junior. And were you uh, okay with that? Uh, no, because uh, two of the games that I wanted to play, I couldn't run on a Tandy. There you go. See, uh, in in for you, you felt like you were bait and switching because it, it doesn't do what you wanted. And not only that, you thought you were getting the thing you wanted that you could do the things you wanted to do. If it could have done the things that I wanted, actually, it did. Again, it did ninety eight percent. I mean, that's actually how it, that's yeah. how it's always advertised too. Ninety eight percent IBM right. PC compatible. Uh, yeah. But but what we're talking about for a lot of it, again, using some of these OSR titles. They do a hundred percent of what? Sure, yeah. I, and and to, to be very clear here, because I know some of this is going to get clipped out of uh, proportion, or somebody's going to argue that. about this, and and so on and so forth. No, I would not call Sword and Wizardry Dungeons and Dragons. No, I wouldn't call for Golden Glory Dungeons and Dragons Second Edition. No. I was arguing that point because I feel you could, and I'm not going to ha- get butthurt about it. Okay. That that's for the people out there, right? Like, right. Uh, any but any final I, comments? I, I, I think that all of us can agree that Spelljammer sucks and shouldn't have, shouldn't have <laughs> yes. existed. That's that's not D There you go. Like I I will firmly say that I don't care what's on the title, the, what's on the cover of the book. The black books are not Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, there's See, spell I, spell points in there. No, I would not feel like you lied to me if you said we're playing we're playing D and D. Come on in, and I say okay, and we sit down, and it's actually and it's Spelljammer D and D, and I'm like. Thank you for inviting me. I, I left my water on. I have to go turn it off. And please, you please forget what, what my phone number is. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be mad. You lied to me. I'm going to be mad because the picture I had was not the reality, even though you didn't lie. Just like the whole Capri and Mustang thing. You didn't actually lie. It's, it is functionally under the hood, exactly the same. And I think that uh, uh, Dark Dark Thief. Yeah, right I, I put it up there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Windows and the hubcaps, only thing that's different. It makes no difference in how it drives. I'm still pissed off because I pictured one thing and you gave me another. I mean, I had a Mustang, so I mean, I didn't care. But uh, I, mean, I, I, got, I thought it was really weird when the people would argue about it. You know what the benefit of the Capri was? It was cheaper because it didn't have the Mustang name on it. Other than that, I was like, exactly wait, right, wait. Yeah. so you still have a 5.0 and you still do all the same stuff, but you paid $10,000? Well, actually, I think it was like 4000 at the time, but you know, $4,000 less? Yep. I think I got ripped off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my second car was a 1979 Mercury Cougar. Had an 8-track player. Mm. I, I could only find one functional 8-track. <laughs> I'm not going to No, I'm I'm not going to tell you the band. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Okay. Are there any what are there uh are any of the 2A campaign settings D&D? I mean, I say yes. I see I I'm with Heathen Dog in this. I don't like Dark Sun. I think it diverges too far from the what I consider the D&D trope from the core idea. But, but, but with that said, it is. Yeah, technically it is, it and is. I and I'm warming up to Dark Sun because right now, pretty much every trope in Dark Sun pisses off an SJW. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> now, see the the if 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 someone says I'm we're we're gonna play second edition AD and D, and then I sit down to Spelljammer or Dark Sun, I'm not gonna be pissed off. I'm gonna bow out. I'm not gonna be mad because you didn't lie to me. You didn't bait and switch me. I'm just disappointed. 
See, that's funny because you and I are almost the exact opposite on that. If somebody were to throw out an OSR game to me, I, I would be less offended than if somebody threw out the Black Books or Spelljammer. Hmm. Uh, that, I mean, you call that D&D? No, that's Spelljammer. <laughs> that's not, I don't care what the title is, scribble it out. All right. Well, what are, you, what are your comments? We got a, a bunch of comments on here we didn't put on the screen, but we had, we had a bunch of people ha- opining about that. And uh, go ahead and keep chat going. We're, we'll start bringing people in now uh, to opine on this topic. Mark Hockman, keep it to one subject, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we'll get segment three ready. But before we do segment three, I've got to close out segment two by asking everybody to come to our websites. Go ahead and pause it if you want to see it longer than that. Come to our other websites. Don't forget about our 3,000 subscriber giveaway. And of course, subscribe. All right, let's get up to segment. There's the pause I need. All right, let's get up to segment segment three stuff. Uh, where's my segment three? Where'd it go? Where's segment three hiding? Up oh, there it is up there. If you are ready to join us, I'll get the link out there right now. Copy that to clipboard. Please be a follower, subscriber, et cetera, et cetera. All the other nonsense it says on there. I get the ingenuity of Dark Sun, just like I get the ingenuity of Eberron, although I think that's an Earthdawn ripoff. Um, I just feel it diverges too far from what I would consider D&D tropes. And those tropes are what make D&D D&D to me. And, and that's kind of what, maybe I didn't explain, uh, explain it well enough, but that's kind of, like my point, I kind of don't care what's on the cover. I care how it plays. If it look, Like I put in a post to <laughs> Two Shads are, if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, it's a duck. And whales and no, dolphins no. are fish. Yeah, violence in this the sadistic D&D conversation because number one, Twitch doesn't like that word. And number two, we ran out of time. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to go through it now. We might save it for next week. Um, it's, it's an article. I have it saved. We can save it for next week. That one went a little longer than I thought. I, I honestly didn't realize that Heathen Dog was going to be that divergent for me on that one. I thought he was, thought he was going to be closer. We're going to be like, okay, that's what I thought. That's, what... Yeah. that's good, though, because if we're, if we're doing the same thing all the time, always agreeing, that's... Uh, Ebron is not you know Ebron's crap. It's it's it's, it's a ripoff of Earthdawn. Ebron's god awful nonsense. It is a setting for D D. Yeah. Just like uh just like uh Dragonlance is a setting for advanced Dungeons Dragons. I, I hate Ebron. I actually hate Ebron. I'd rather Dark Souls. You Sun. do. I I have no I have no opinion on it, good or bad. No, it's because when it came out and how it came out and so forth, I really feel like the creators of it ripped off Earthdawn. Okay. Now you, you, have, you have a more personal, you know, feel, you know, effect than I do with it. So I understand. Basically, you have Obsidian, You have airships. You have... <laughs> no, I get it. And Chris Black says he likes it as a setting, played a few sessions, and it was fun. Well, guess what? We have now discovered that you will also like playing Earthdawn. Do that, <laughs> and you learn you learn something new about yourself. And now everyone drink. <laughs> oh, there we go. I mean, I, I get why people like it. The thing is, is to be fair, the the typical D and D settings of Forgotten Realms, Dragonlance, Greyhawk, Mistara. I understand why they got boring for people because they felt like the same thing over and over again, even with the tweaks. With you know, Forbidden, uh, Forbidden Wow, uh, Forgotten Realms being all cosmopolitan, Dragonlance having you know its race class differences and so forth. I I, I get that part of it. Um, so yeah, yeah, the fact that somebody homebrewed something, you know, and made Athos, oh, to me, it's an amazing homebrew setting. I, I love it. Um, 
I don't like that it became an official setting, but that's just a personal opinion. That's not like it should never have, that should never have happened. It just, it doesn't feel like, look, I played a freaking bug person. Yeah. A thry, I know what it's called. A thry cream, but I played a, I played a bug person ranger. It's dumb. I shouldn't be playing bug people. You should be taking cans of raid and lighting me on fire. But on the opposite side, a lot of people will say, playing playing a you know an eight inch fairy is dumb too an, an eight, inch, eight inch fairy fighter is dumb as well but that's earth on for you eight, 18 you inches do? 18 inches whatever 18 the only reason that's viable is because all the magic behind it outside yeah, of that it, yeah. on, on the surface it sounds yeah, just yeah stupid. on the surface it does sound just as stupid absolutely and, and i and i try to uh how do you say this uh encourage people not to play one yeah all right, Mar Hawkman, how you doing today? Oh, I'm good. Okay, I'm the, this is something again. that you guys um oh, you oh, barely mentioned, but um okay. was something that's come up a lot of times in the past, and something that um in playing Hyperborea is an interesting uh wrinkle to the way Hyperborea explains it. What's it's that? like uh the whole like prepared spells thing. Yeah, and, and and Hyperborea, it's not uh, discussed as um, a process of like memorizing and taking like however much time to do it, but rather is that you need to have like components and stuff ready in order to cast a spell. It's not just, you know, like snapping your fingers and making it happen. Well, no, that that's, that's a lot of games. Uh, al almost every edition of D and D is the exact same way. People homebrew that out a lot. Mm. but you need the material components to cast spells. I mean, in, in many spells uh, it'll, it'll say this is, this is a special component. that's absolutely vital. And in, in many later editions of D and D you can actually just get second level spell components, fifth level spell components. It's just a sack of crap you know, that you throw in the ground or whatever, you know, like, but, but uh, sp spell, comp stop it. Sp spell components have been, uh since since early on in, in D D, not not the earliest i don't think but early on in D D, uh vital and but most people homebrew that out because they don't want to deal with it which i mean in some cases that's understandable i, I suppose I because it. of the fact that uh as a dm trying to like manage uh someone you know having spell components for a certain specific spell that like say requires fire moss, which doesn't even grow on this continent. <laughs> yeah, well, there, there's always a, a yeah. Well, there's also if it's going to be something like that, there's always something you can find available. But even bat yeah. guano and sulfur, where where are you getting that sulfur from? And what caves are you walking into? I mean, who are you hiring to go get that bat guano for you? Well, so see, really no, that 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 that's the whole thing about big cities. That's where you get your spell components because you know you can get exotic stuff. You're going to pay the exotic stuff fee. Yeah, I I get that premise. Uh, I don't like I don't like the idea of buying magic stuff. It just seems weird. But I you can it. use, I but you can use bat guano for a whole ton of different things. It's used in construction back in the day and so forth as well. So fertilizer, fertilizer. Yeah. So you know, you're either a terrorist or you're a wizard. Either way. Yeah, yeah. You're either blowing shit up or you're you're casting <laughs> fireballs. Good job. Mm. Just blowing shit up. So, huh? Funny <laughs> oh, how that works out. Uh oh. Uh oh, did, did we did we just turn D, all D D wizards into terrorists? Damn well, it! I didn't mean uh, to do I mean, that. Well, one of the more interesting things in Hyperborea games that actually you know is a functional like plot device 
slash uh, spell requirement is um, the, what, what are the spell components for uh, necromancer spells? One of the necromancer spells basically just like takes a pile of random small bones and, and yeah. turns them into a, a, a miniature bone golem. Okay. Like bird bones, squirrel bones, whatever. Uh, the guy in our game has been mostly using rat bones, but okay, sure, yeah, what, whatever you got, <laughs> right? Yeah, or or I, I suppose cats would be small enough, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, cats Aww. Cat. or a kitty. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, the demon thing you're holding. The the, the 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 hilarious part about this though is is that uh the the guy who's been doing this, every time one of our party members has died, the necromancer has stolen the dead party member's like bones, toe bones, or no no like the full skeleton. What? Come on! That's <laughs> that just... was that was basically the rest of us's reaction to it the first time. It's just like, the but first it... time you got used to that. You're not supposed to get used to shit like that. He's a necromancer. It's, yeah, oh, you know. he's a necromancer. It's just like saying, "Oh no, no, he's from the south. Don't, don't worry." You know, we, that... we, we, we even had had a, had a full conversation about how, how to bury one of our uh, uh, dead uh, uh, party members after the necromancer had uh, removed his skeleton. <laughs> All right, but, All right. but, but do, you, do you have anything on on uh, castles and, and crusades magic? Well, or, uh, I, 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 I was just like talking about the like concept of uh, spell components in general, because like okay. with, 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 with with games that don't use spell components and don't have like actual like, you know, real requirements that are like things that the characters are going to have to act out in the story. You might as well just use MP because, you know. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Uh, the, uh, you said that. And now I'm looking uh it didn't really get into what spell components were in castles and crusades so i'm looking up a spell that has a material component and to see if it lists the the material component in the spell description because in that in the entire talk that we were that we were reading the magical section it didn't define what spell components were so maybe it does in each individual spell so you have to find out you know, you have to save up for each. I didn't. I didn't spell. see it in the fireball spell when I looked. I didn't see it there either. Uh, but I'm looking at uh, dreaming, which is the ninth level idiot one. Oh, uh, I mean well, illusionist. Well, well, one thing I do remember that caught in my mind was that when Max was describing the uh, process of preparing spells, he used the word memorization repeatedly. Yes, because that's what you got to do for 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 wizards and and idiots and but 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 memorization is you're not handling spell components you're well just... no no I mean, no you're not you're not but uh the the whole the whole memorization thing is like uh that there are there are multiple parts to casting a spell yes then and part of it is visualizing the the uh the magical formula that that's the memorization part uh the other the other part is moving moving the magic uh around or through you and the third part is uh, having the the proper spell components to to mix with that magic to make the effect. But I am not. I'm reading it. I'm not seeing where it says what the components are. All right. Well, in the meantime, let's. Uh, well, you're looking that up. We'll, we brought in Chancellor <laughs> here to talk to us. All right. What's your what's your question or comment or? Um, I'm all the above. Ho Hawkman, I'm just so welcome. Mm. Sorry, sorry. I just want to say welcome. Hey, how's it going? 
I just hawk. Mm, it's just uh, I'm taking umbrage. Whoa. Oh, hello. How's it going? Um, it's this. This delay is killing me. Hold on. Yeah, I think I think you're hearing that. Go ahead and just turn off the audio for your yeah. uh, the YouTube video. Yeah, I should do that. Uh, yeah, I always do that because that ugh, messes with my brain <laughs> hearing myself talk a second. I'm so later. used to streaming that when I'm on somebody else's stream, I always forget to do that. I'm like, ah, it's myself. I don't like it. Mm. All right, well. Okay, yes. Uh, well, while hold on a sec. That, uh, okay. the, it, it does list the, the, the material component that you need in the spell description, and it looks like it's different for each spell. So you're going to have to carry around a lot of crap. I mean, it doesn't look like big crap, but... Does it say it's used up? Yes. Or you just have to have it? Okay. Nope, it, sa it, it says it's expended. Okay. So I imagine that's used up. Yep. But it, it, it could be for that specific spell. I don't know. But in, in the spell descriptions, it does say what you need. And it's not it's not hard. It's hair hair of a strong animal or a dexterous animal for that spell and uh, a piece of coal for this spell. You know, it's, it's not exotic for the most part. All right, go ahead. Sorry, Chancellor. Okay, I think I got it now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just going to take a little umbrage at Hawkman's uh, thing about material components because uh, in Hyperborea, there's hardly any uh, material components listed for anything. Even Ray's Dead doesn't have material components. Just saying. Okay, but uh, so is it only the super powerful stuff that have material yeah. components? Yeah, really strong stuff will occasionally mention a, a, a gem of some kind, but like almost nothing has any material or or elaborate somatic components. It's just you're assumed to be saying something and waving your hands around, and that's about it. It's very uh, it's very uh, open to the, the narrator. Yeah, GM. So, so okay. as far as Hyperborea, I love Hyperborea, except for I've never mm -hmm. had a chance to like <laughs> dive into it. I mean, we did a we did a series on it. It's our first one with RPG Digest. Uh, absolutely yeah. love it. I've got the the third edition kickstarted, although I still think I'd stick with second edition personally. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't remember all the nuances of the spells uh, of it. So that's, that's good to know. I do remember we did like the clash. There was one that uh, Heathen Dog in particular either really loved or really hated. I think it was the witch. You like didn't you say? Oh that? no, the witch was OP. Oh my god! Oh no, it's it's not <laughs> really all those potions. I mean, they, you they don't spend have a lot of a, a, yeah. a couple of those potions never wear off, man. Yeah, the love potions for one, but yeah, uh, that's but crazy. You gotta spend a lot of money. That's like five hundred gold worth of crushed rubies per potion. Well, I, yeah, but it lasts forever. It's a one-time investment. <laughs> And now whoever drank that is your bitch forever. And that's yeah, and that's true. And the last time someone tried using one of those in our game failed. Uh, yeah, because of the fact that oh. NPCs get a saving throw, <laughs> and if if they succeed the saving throw, it, the potion just doesn't work. That's hey, a waste of five hundred gold. No, yeah. no. Hey, all you need to do is get in the room with the with the little king that's gonna be Prince Prince What's his nuts <laughs> in his diapers, and pour that into his formula. And guess what? His saving throw is shit. He's yeah, gonna fail that. But you could just cast <laughs> wow. a spell magic and get rid of it. I think. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember I, it saying I, that. I hope baby Prince in the diapers has you know has some sort of visor <laughs> or something to taste oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you just have a bunch of advisors that really think you're hot now. That's yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's that's a good point though. Is that there's a difference between has no uh, duration where it expires and can't be removed. Right. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, you got to know it's there before it's removed. You know, Pr Prince uh, Prince pees a lot in his pants. Uh, <laughs> is, isn't going to be, be able to tell someone that, oh, no, I, I kind of feel funny. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> well, I'm not going to say that. Pre so. pre pre presumably that there's some spell in the Hyperborea setting where you can, like, detect if someone's charmed or something. Probably, yeah. I, I don't remember it, but there, there probably is. But but who would cast it on on baby prince poops a lot? I don't know. Yeah, it works until dispel magic or remove remove curse is there used on it. But first, yep. you have to know it's there. Well, if the baby really really likes this new guy, I don't know. Hey, you, <laughs> you know, you know hey, the baby cries when everybody picks him up except for except for that one person. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That happens now. That that happens in real life, and no one bats an eye, right? I yeah, mean, well. the, the baby only likes it when when Uncle Randy picks him up. Why is that? I don't know. I'm baby not sure I like that name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's Randy suspicious of touching Uncle Randy. That kid. Yeah. Everyone's suspicious no, of Uncle Randy. But the Randy. thing is, in real life, no one's suspicious of Uncle Randy. They're like, ah, babies are dicks sometimes. You know that that's just uh, this is what people think in real life. Why would it Why would it be different that that baby Prince poops a lot? only likes it when when miss miss hardegrave pick uh picks him up uh, mix miss hardegrave is good with kids she's she's practiced she she taught kindergarten for how many years i don't know no one's gonna bat an eye at that babies are dicks everyone knows that <laughs> wow yeah Spoken like a real parent i am <laughs> i know all right, I'm going to put the link are. out there one more time. Uh, this is last, basically last call. If anybody else wants to come in, have a chat with us real quickly about anything castles and crusades that we talked about, or Here we go. Here we go. is D is Hyperborea D and D? No, <laughs> it's Hyperborea. Darthik is uh, is uh, apparently Uncle Randy. Mm. Here we go. That's how I'm putting it in there. Is Hyperborea D and, and D? No one, no one thought to detect magic on the on uh, on the granddaughter, huh? <laughs> no, no one thought to do that. Think about that. Think about that. I mean, dispel magic. Don't, don't is, think too hard because magic doesn't exist. But think right. about it a little bit. Think about it a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, if I was a, a, a wealthy guy, I'd just have a wizard every time I walk into a room cast dispel magic because it's a twenty by twenty foot cube. So any kind of shishanery goes away. That, yep. You know what? Big brain thinking. Yeah, yeah, but uh, after a while, that's going to get pretty expensive. You know, the spell components alone. Uh, it's, oh, a wait, free, no, it's, it's a free spell. It's a free spell. Never mind. It's a it's third level boy. spell. So, I mean, the, the, your main cost is just you know hiring the guy to do it for you. <laughs> well, it, it, but uh, it's a third level spell, but it also mm -hmm. depends how good the the caster is. Well, on how yes. If, if if there's a really yeah. high level spell, they might have to go break through spell resistance, but yeah, eh, it's unlikely. Oh, I don't know. Chris Black. Oh, magic does this life ruined. <laughs> don't tell it to pundit. <laughs> Ooh. He believes magic does exist, right? Hmm? He, I, I, don't, I don't know what his actual beliefs are, but I know that uh, he understands my references when I say oh, things okay, from, yeah, from when I stud when I studied the occult. Okay, because uh, one I, I met one person in my life who believes magic is real. Like D D magic? Yes. And oh, wow. I, I this is this was a woman. I only I only say that not crystals, 
I I only said no, no, no. I'm not even talking crystal. <laughs> all right, I'm not even talking just crystals. Mm. I I spoke to this woman and and uh, we 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 were playing a, a role playing game. It, it wasn't D and D. And she says, "Oh, I believe in magic." And I went, "Oh, what what do you mean? Like uh like you know?" She's just trying to sing the song, like like mesmerism or you know mentalist stuff. She's like, "No, no real magic. I mean, like what like fireballs and." and changing night to day she goes yeah i went all right goodbye i turned around and never spoke to her again because i don't want to hang around crazy people see i don't know if you're trustworthy in that department though because you also don't believe in quantum mechanics oh no 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 i believe it that other people believe it i just don't think it works like people think it works <laughs> hmm uh yeah. now now to, to be fair if if you if you ask a, a a quantum physicist do you understand quantum physics they're gonna say no if they want to lie to you they'll say yes well there's lots of aspects of it. there there are aspects we understand but uh... and then aspects that we don't but you got to put it all together and you know you don't you don't have to put it all together see, there are, everything together. has parts that's see, the whole point of quantum it has parts See, yeah, see, see, th th that's where, where the, the, the biggest dispute in quantum mechanics goes is, um, uh, do we actually know enough to uh, put it together? Some people think yes, some people don't. Mm. Well, the, the, the people who think yes are lying to you, and the people who think no are hoping one day they'll get there. Hmm. All right. Well, since that's off the topic of gaming, I think uh, nobody else wants to pop in. I do want to thank Chancellor for coming in with that clarification. Do appreciate yep. it. Mm -hmm. Come and on I, in anytime, Mar Hawkman. Thank you for getting another punch in your card and uh, like check this out. I'm going to boot you both now, but uh, again, you leave with our thanks. All right, awesome. Glad that they popped on in here. Uh, it's good to see Chancellor. And yeah, I, I don't think I, I completely think he was forgot a first time. about the whole spell components in Hyperborea. Yeah, I think he was a first time caller this time, so we'd like that. Yep. Like to see more of you. Come on in. So Indigo Dragon says, thank you for the stream. Thank you for being here. I think we go through our proclivities and call it a day. What do you think? Go for it. All right. Do, 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 do. I'll put up the subscribe thing first. Oh, my God. You have too many rules. Oh, sorry. <laughs> subscribe. Give me all your money second. Give me all your money second. All right. Now that that's been put up there, uh, Loan you me go your down wife to... for a year and a day. What's that? Loan me your wife for a year and a day. No, not a year and a day. You're not because you'll just keep horror marking her every. Just, you just keep it going. Hey, don't don't read too much into it. Just say yes. No. I <laughs> uh, want to thank all of our monetary backers, and there you go. Those are all the little places that you can help back us. You can uh, help us with a little tips and uh, and bits and so forth. I want to thank uh, we got uh, we got a little bit today. Thank you to those who donated, got super chats and uh, donations. So. Really do appreciate that. That stuff is going to our 3,000 subscriber giveaway. Well, after taxes. And I will give Heathen Dog his pittance so he still oh, shows see, up on occasion. No, no, I don't get directed stuff, but the government does? Bullshit. <laughs> it's the way life is, man. Taxes before death. Ugh. <laughs> um, but yep, so those are the items we're giving away so far, and we hope to add more to it. Namely, uh, like I said, our next. Uh, our next items are going to be like gift cards because we can't ship these to weird places, but we can ship gift cards or at least do the heathen dog trip and just scratch it off the back and give you the number. <laughs> I hope you want to do it. Of course, I'm, I'm going to take a 5% a fee for the scratching because, you know, that's physical work <laughs> on my part. So, you know, there it is. And of course, you can find us on Discord, 
you can come join us on Locals. You can buy our stuff, which I put a couple examples, well, five. See, if you want to be pedantic about words, it's not a couple, that's a few. Uh, uh, correct. <laughs> uh, a, a few is three to five. Uh, several is six to eight. And many is nine and up. Good job. I don't think that's a thing. I think couple is just two, though. A couple is two, but a few is is three, but less than five. Where's that and, written? I uh, never saw that. I want to see several that. Several is, is five to eight. I want to see that in Webster's. Okay. <laughs> anyway. uh, that was fun. And then website, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch, and again, PayPal and Streamlabs, because people have told us that we need to show those links more so they can give us money in not the way that YouTube and Twitch will steal it. Yeah, if you're if you're watching Twitch or if, if you're watching this on YouTube, it, the links should be in the description. Yes, yes, yes. they are. And I have to delete something. There we go. And Gatekeepers this week is going to be on Tuesday. Don't know who's hosting it. It'll be at 7.30, though, on some YouTube channel somewhere. Don't know what the topic is either. I love this guy. <laughs> there you go. Hey, if that... If that oh, yeah, I have a Friday night stream. That isn't supposed. To, I wasn't supposed to put that up. Oh. Um, I mean, if that if that's in Webster's, I actually didn't know that. That'll be that's good information to know because sometimes you actually have to differentiate something that's. You know, I, I know a couple. Of, my mom used to always get mad at me about the whole thing. Be like, I have a couple of them. How many? That's four. That's not a couple. A couple is two. Mom, you know what I mean. Mm. Sometimes a couple matters. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, sometimes the, you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't. Check wait, check out that wait, what are we talking about? Clarence Dale says check out them. That's them, yeah, the, the old 1950s giant radioactive ant movie. Oh, oh, okay, got okay, got it, got it, got it. Wow, yeah, I was not thinking that all. I thought somebody was messing with me about pronouns. <laughs> check out them. What do you think about that, Max? <laughs> what? All right. Everything's always... capital capital T. It's a proper noun. Everything's about me. But proper nouns can also be used as uh, general nouns as well. Just remember that every time you grab a Kleenex, it better be Kleenex brand. Every time you grab grab sandpaper, it better be sandpaper brand, which I don't even think no. exists anymore. No, I don't think it's Q-tip. There's another one. Yep. Every time you grab a Q-tip, it better be Q-tip brand. It uh, better not well, be a facial swab or anything stupid like right? that. You, you know, and a lot your of people yes off-brand nonsense. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people don't know about the sandpaper thing, but that was actually a brand. It was called abrasive paper. Nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, if you're going to get pedantic about D&D, well, then you've got to get pedantic about everything else. Actually, you don't. That That's one of the things no. that uh, I love watching with the arguments in, in life. It's like, you know, sometimes, or not sometimes, everything is contextually related. Everything in yeah. life is contextually related. There are times when you have to be super serious. Uh, no, I'm sorry, super serial. Uh, you ha you have to be absolutely specific about what you're talking about. Other times, the general no notion of what you're talking about is good enough. Yeah, I don't use Velcro. I only hook use hook and loop. There you go. I forgot about that. It's another one. Yep. Yes, hook and loop. Yep. Not Aaron the pedantic. We like Aaron the pedantic. No, no. Pedantic. It just so happens he has the word in the. Not the capital P. Yes. Duct tape is that a brand? Duct tape. I mean, I'm so used to call it a 500 mile an hour tape, you know, that I don't call it duct tape much anymore. So. Yeah, Xerox, uh, everybody knows about that one as well. Yep. 
So see, there are a lot of things out there that people say that are either brands or, you know, usurped words or, or words that have just been taken up. It's okay. It's okay. Only when specificity is absolutely needed, like in court <laughs> or for clarity of speech. Like when you're writing a technical manual, I would say that uh, like when you, in the castles and crusades book, they probably shouldn't say, well, you know, if you roll, if you're playing D and D first of all, they probably don't want to say that. And secondly, it's castles and crusades. But if you're just sitting around a table talking about games where you roll dice, whatever, man, whatever. Oh, my God. I actually lo looked up the Wikipedia article on duct tape. Yeah. And uh, I, always, I was always pissed off at people who call it duct tape. I hate that. Yeah, it's not duct tape. But guess what? What? It is. <laughs> what? The first material called duct tape was called that because it was made of long strips of non-adhesive cotton duck cloth used in used to make shoes stronger yeah. and then it started being used to uh you started started being used to fill in gaps in uh um what do you call it the uh the hvac ducts and so yeah. then it started being called duct tape but originally it was duct tape i didn't i didn't know that in fact duck. i I yell at people that uh, call it duct tape with a K and not a it T. It was actually originally made from ducks. That's funny. That's that's Fuck. funny. <laughs> well, now I got to rethink my life. God yeah, damn it. Right? Who, who put hey. that duct tape thing up there? Who did yeah. that? <laughs> that was uh, Chance, it looks like. Chance, Chance you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, but uh, but my, my point is, before I let Tahitin Dog go with his words of wisdom, uh, it's just... It's it's all it's all context, and that's the one thing. Sometimes saying D and D is absolutely wrong. Sometimes saying D and D is okay. Sometimes saying duct tape is wrong. Sometimes saying duct tape, God, I can't even do that, is okay. You know, <laughs> it's just it depends on what you're talking. If I'm saying go grab me some duct tape, and you come back with masking tape, that could be a problem. Yeah, depends you on what. Get your face. But if I just say go get me some tape, go get me the duct tape, and yeah, I mean. I, I guess that's a bad example. I was thinking of something else. But anyway, the point is, it's about context. Yeah. And now I'll let Heathen Dog take us out because apparently I'm rambling. No, that was fine. That was 100% great. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to? You don't want to no, have I words mean, of wisdom? What you, what you said, I would just be rehashing. That was wonderful. Well, I don't have the video clicker ready. Okay, we got to do the mic drop in three, two, one. Goodbye. <laughs>